Hello, misfits, and welcome to Volo's Guide to Getting Murdered, a one-shot set in Waterdeep that is sort of a clue-type murder mystery. Hope you enjoy. Uh, no, this is just... What are you talking about? The bear no need nobody. <laughs> this is just anybody a, else. What you... A smaller group. Alright, so... All of you are in the city of Waterdeep. Um, reuniting with an old friend, Nox Shadowcast. She has asked y'all to help her out with a job of sorts. Um, there is a party, a celebration to celebrate Volo's latest book. This would be None other than Volothamp Gadarm, this sort of famous adventurer and writer. And um, his new book is titled Volo's Enchiridion to Making Friends. And the book documents ways to make traveling across the world a safer place by making friends and allies in the most unlikely of ways. It features its fair share of half-truths, such as techniques to instantly convince wildlife such as owl bears to be docile without the use of magic. So it's kind of, you know, not the, uh, um... He's the Lockhart of this world. Yeah, uh, at times. Um, but anyway, Nox has asked you to accompany her to this party because she has received intel that members of the Zenterum organization are supposedly attending this party, and she needs a little extra help keeping an eye on, on that and to see what they're up to. So, she sort of uh, pulls you all into an alley um, and starts to kind of rehash uh, what's, what's happening. So she, hang on, I'm reading, I'm making sure. Uh-huh, uh-huh. All right, yeah, she pulls you aside. All right, so just giving you the rundown. Received intel, members of Zenterum are planning to infiltrate this party and I need your help investigating. It'd be nice if we could have everybody here, but, you know, Spyro insisted on taking the others to hand out pamphlets about Bahamut, and I didn't want to touch that with a 10-foot pole, so here we are. It's gonna be great. Uh, Wait, why are you in Waterdeep? I thought you'd never want to come back. Oh, uh, well, I've kind of been here since I left you guys, doing my part to kind of clean up. Um joined a group called the Harpers, doing some good. Um, yeah, just trying to trying to take care of my, my hometown a bit, but. I'm so proud. <laughs> thanks. Uh, you know, I still steal things, but I try to do it for a good reason. So anyway, so this party, uh, it's at the Sperant Tower and well, you'll know it when you see it. Uh, the tower is less of a tower and more like a giant statue of a hawk man. If you just look over there in the distance, you can see it. It's a whole thing. Um, there's lots of those towers. We're not gonna get into it. You don't need a history lesson. That's where the party is. Um, here are your invitations. Um, they are gonna ask for your weapons when we get in there. Um, 
we could maybe bribe them to let us keep them, but anyway, it's a whole thing. Uh, any, any questions? They're not gonna take, like, my, uh, spellcasting shit, are they? Ugh. I don't think so. You could, like, hide it on your person, probably. I'm but... gonna do it and hand over my knife and my rapier. Yeah. Okay, that works. <laughs> I mean, I'm not gonna hand over... I might hand over my rapier, but... I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll tackle that when we get there. Um... Alright. Let's head to this party. Um, mm-hmm. So she leads you to Sperant Tower. It's located inside this hollowed-out Hawkman Colossus statue. And from the the pelvis up to where the hawk's head is, is where people inhabit this tower. And they've sort of made it into this kind of... Almost this sort of like ballroom and banquet hall and all sorts of things with these different apartments at the top. It's a whole elaborate affair. Um, and it's kind of a convoluted uh, tower because you have to get hoisted up on this kind of lift thing to get up to it. It's it's kind of ridiculous. But anyway, you sort of <laughs> all head over to this tower. Um, I'm just picturing this with Bear being like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, approaching any of the walking statues of Waterdeep is always a case of wonderment, and today is no exception. Before you is the tilted colossus known as the Hawkman. Its left hand is outstretched as if commanding you to stop. And the festivities have clearly begun, as an orderly queue lies ahead. Bundles of people step up into a wooden cart, which is cautiously lifted towards the entrance embedded in the statue's palm. Alright, this this is it. Anybody afraid of heights? We good? We're good. I think we're good. (laughs) I I hear that if something goes wrong, they've got spells and shit to help us out. You know? <laughs> I think I'd trust us over them. Don't anyway. you have spells and shit to help us out? <laughs> oh, jeez. Okay. Well, anyway. So, do you get on the wooden cart? Yes. Sure. All right. Sure. Bear's excited. You get on this wooden cart, and... Um, does it hold Bear? Yeah, that's a good question. That is a very good question. Now, actually, it is 10 by 10, so we might need to take two groups. We can do that. So we'll do that. Um, but it you will be carried up. It It is possible. So it's a 10 by 10 uh, wooden cart, um, and it's held up by a series of chains. Um, well, it holds up to five medium-sized passengers per voyage, so I think we're okay, <laughs> even though, <laughs> even though Bear is huge. I am, um, I am medium. Yeah. I can carry as much as a huge creature, but I'm medium. <laughs> feel bad for the guy lifting this all up there, but it's fine. Um, I'm only like 320 pounds. It's fine. Yeah. We're good. There's like it's a, nothing. the chains go taut, and then there's a pause before eventually it's gets lifted up and starts to ascend. Um, it takes about 10 minutes to lift uh, 
lift up the the lower lift all the way up to the hand and as y'all are ascending you notice that there are runes at the bottom of the cart um that seem to be etched into the the wood as well can i try to read them yeah. sure give me give me an arcana check okay can I, a, can I also roll that sure Bear's gonna roll that too. He's right, curious. Go for it. I got a six, so I don't know. <laughs> a fifteen. A fifteen. Got a nine. <laughs> nine. Well, Coops uh, recognizes it. Um, you can tell that these are reactive runes that um, look like they're ready to cast Featherfall um, oh, if something should happen. Falls. Oh, that's cool. Oh, hey. That's See, good. I don't have Featherfall. They thought of things. <laughs> um, all right. So you hoist get hoisted up to the top and um, as you get up to the top of this hand, um, there's sort of like a doorway that's been carved into this um, outstretched hand um, of this giant statue. Um, There's a halfling entrance guard that kind of looks like he's sweating. He's wearing thick cog covered metal gloves and he's like literally standing at this thing like pulling on these chains um, and you get up to the top and you are let out. Um, He's assisted by two other guards, um, but he, uh, despite his um, sweatiness and look of exhaustion, he bows patiently to each of you and welcomes you to Sperant Tower. I bow back. I'm going to lean down and (laughs) offer a fist for a fist bump. (laughs) Uh, Give me give me a persuasion roll. <laughs> I'm gonna nod my head open. Oh god, this is gonna be this is gonna be bad. Yeah, it's an L1. <laughs> uh, he he looks at you and I it's it's not that he doesn't want to fist bump you. I think he literally is just misreading what you're intending. You're like this big guy and you're like this and he's like what? What what does Turkey. that mean? <laughs> You, 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 like, Touchdown. never mind. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, so, welcome to, uh, the Sperant Tower. Um, this is the, uh, door to the entry hall right here. And, um, if you could just, uh, relinquish, um, your, your, uh, weapons, um, just seeing what's on you guys. Um, there's a chest right there. Um, so who who has visible weapons on them? Me. That me. <laughs> I've got my dagger and my rapier strapped to my hips. Yeah, I think Nox wouldn't be able to hide her um, her rapier or her crossbow. I don't think I have any visible weapons on me. I've, I've I would have put my rapier away. I've got a great axe, a great sword. Uh, let me see. how many javelins do I have? A walking armory. Several javelins and a couple spears. Um, like, just a, carrying on my back, and I have the sun have a bag sword. Of holding in this campaign? I don't think so. Think you did. I don't think we did. We did. We didn't. I, I have that's the, amazing. I have the the like sun sword hilt like in my little pack. Nox will uh, kind of lean over to you, Coops, and be like, "Because it's like a lightsaber." Should we like try to? Should we bribe him, or should we just like, you know, cozy up to him? I say we just go. 
I'm not worried about handing over my weapon. Yeah, um, if there are Zints in there, I'm worried about it. You can try it. Wait, let me check my persuasion. I don't remember what it is. <laughs> uh, Nox is gonna sort of, um, dust off her shoulders and kind of, uh, uh, square herself and, and look at this, uh, halfling and say, um, yeah, we're, uh, under orders to investigate some persons of interest that are attending this party, and, um, we actually, um, we have permission to, to have our weapons on us, uh, with us at this party. And she'll try to roll a deception. <laughs> can I, um, can I, wait, what's my deception? I was thinking something else. Can I aid her? Can I be sure. like... What are you what are you gonna say to aid her? Um, I'm gonna say it's integral that we have access to our weapons tonight just in case something goes wrong. Okay. I'll I'll allow the uh It's not still it's still deception, yeah. yeah. Well, with Nox, that's a twenty two. Oh. oh, we're fine, good, because my role is pretty shy. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, this uh, halfling kind of looks up and looks at all of y'all and it's like, yes, yeah, yes, of course. Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to get in the, in the way of that, of course. Yeah, right this way. And motions y'all to sort of enter. Um, so y'all, y'all enter into the entry hall, which is basically the whole length of the arm of this statue. It's a narrow hall um, and Azure rug runs the length of the statue's arm toward a closed door at the far end. About halfway down the hall um, are a pair of miniature renditions of uh, the undamaged Hawkman walking statue without its sort of tilt or, or list to the side. Um, these two um, pictures kind of mirror each other, one holding out its left arm, the other holding out um, it's right. Um, you notice two guards flank the far door, dressed in fine orange regalia, with every piece of metal showing polished to near perfection. Um, you can also see um, uh, uh, a crate, sorry, in the corner of the room um, that's uh, sort of uh, closed and, and locked shut. Um, and the guards kind of open the doors for you um, to enter the next room. Fancy. Fancy, fancy. Um, as y'all... Um, Can I indicate to Knox and be like, hey, I'm gonna try and distract the guards. Do you want to check out whatever that crate is? Uh, sure. I, I guess. <laughs> How like how open is this? Is the crate like in the corner? It's, like it's a tight hallway. Um, oh, ac here. Actually, I'll let y'all. Um, I'll let y'all look at the uh, the floor plan for the tower. We're kind of oh, okay. playing at loosey goosey today. But y'all are. Um, I don't know. If there. Oh yeah. Here, and it's like in the corner of that hallway, and the guards are on either side of that door. Yeah, never mind. I'm not gonna. <laughs> <laughs> I um, so um, they let you step into the next room, the foyer, um, and as y'all do that, Knox kind of reaches into her uh, coat and pulls out a hat 
and pulls it on over her head and her appearance changes to that of just a normal person. That's yeah. cool. Yeah, I'm kind of still really wanted by the Zentarum, so try to keep a low profile. You know? I don't blame you. That's a cool magical object. <laughs> Hope it's... we not get into anti-magic field, but uh, we'll be fine. Yeah, hope mm. so too. Oh. That would be, uh... That would not... It would be complicated. It would It would be very complicated. You're, you're very correct. Um, shortly after you sort of arrive at this uh, party, you hear a commotion just behind you. And you look back and you can see that that halfling guard is arguing with what looks like a, uh, a drow um, male. Can we, can we hear what they're saying? <laughs> I would like to listen. Yeah. Sure, sure. Um, give me uh, give me a perception check. Um, it's a low DC, but yeah. Okay, I was going to say, do I really need to do a perception check? That's another that one. Oh, oh no. Oh. Um, well, mine's a 28. 17. Okay. 17 and 20 are fine. Nat one, it's, it's a busy party. There is a lot of commotion, so it does take a bit to, like, kind of listen. But, this um... This is not my native language, either. <laughs> Well, they're speaking in common. Um, Still not my native language. Yeah, that's true. You're right. Um, but this drow <laughs> figure is like, Oi, you want me to hand over my weapons? I don't think so. And then this like halfling guy is like, um, Sir, you have to hand over your weapons, and I'm not budging on this, please. And uh, this drow figure is like, very visibly trying to suppress... Uh, his rage. Um, you see at one point he even reaches into his pocket and tries to like pass uh, some coin over to this halfling guard um, and and the guard's not having it and eventually kind of like huffs in frustration and hands over um, a scimitar before storming past and, and entering the room that you are all in. Can I, can I like Make a glance at his body and see if there's another I was weapon gonna ask the same that thing. <laughs> he did not hand over. Um, yeah, sure. Give I was me, gonna ask the same thing. You can give me a, you can give me a perception, um, uh, or or something, anything. Do you want to roll with advantage if I help you? Sure, I'll roll with advantage. First one's a nineteen. It's a nineteen. Cool. A nineteen. Yeah, let me look. I like his accent. It looks like, um, you you can't seem to see any, uh, weapon that seemed to be his, like, um, at least prominent weapon. You you can't see anything else on his person. What was the guard's name again? Y'all didn't ask, but, uh, it's Frug. Frug? Frug Knuckle Spring. Frug. Yeah. I love that name. It might do you good to make a more thorough check of this person. (laughs) Did you just say that to him? (laughs) Valera just goes... (laughs) Frog says, Yeah, yeah, no, I I think that's probably a good idea. We're gonna pat him down later if we can pull him aside. Perfect. (laughs) Um, so, y'all enter into the foyer. 
Um, the center of the foyer is dominated by a 15 foot wide spiral staircase, and the back of the room is uh, dominated by a functioning fountain depicting cool. the Hawkman that reaches from the ground to um, a foot below the ceiling. Uh, it's a very tall statue. Um, four guards stand within the room. Um, two flanking the grand marble staircase, while the other pair um, are uh, guarding the entrance to the ballroom. There are four exits to this room. Um, you see um, there's the wooden door that leads back to the entry hall that you just came from, a golden filigree set of open double doors um, that look uh, that lead into um, what you can tell is a ballroom. You can see people dancing on the other side. And then there's the spiral staircase um, that goes both up and down. Where would you like to go? What would you like to do? First off, I would like to, uh, this is out of game, I would like to apologize. Whoever is upstairs um, in my apartment building is like doing construction right now. So when you hear like drill sounds and stuff, that's what that is. Just a heads I up. I literally can't hear anything, so oh, you're good. Perfect, because it sounds so loud to me. It's great. <laughs> okay. Um, I mean, I would like to, hmm. I want to check out the fountain first. I was going to say that also. Sure, you can, you can walk over to the fountain. Um, it's big, it's grand, very tall, hawk man, um, almost reaching the ceiling. Um, you can see probably um, some coins and stuff that are um, on the bottom of the fountain, under the water. Um, I'm going to ask one of the guards, so uh, what is symbolism with hawk man? Ah... What is what is story behind Hawkman? Well, uh, hang on, let me scroll. <laughs> um, yeah, they sort of walk up to you, um, and uh, oh, so you're not from around here? Well, uh, Hawkman is uh, one of the um, uh, more exotic or exciting um, now dormant walking statues of Waterdeep. These sort of giant statues um, believed to um, have been created by the founder of Waterdeep itself and uh, apparently or supposedly these walking statues were summoned in defense of the the great city um, most consider them Waterdeep's last line of defense and uh, they're supposedly under the control of the Blackstaff the that's the uh, Archmage of Waterdeep. Interesting. Would I know if the Archmage is a good character or a, like, nefarious? Um, uh, make a history check with advantage because you are from Waterdeep. And I will do a very quick Google search. <laughs> Sorry. No, you're fine. But okay, it's a dirty say. 20. A dirty 20. Um, you know that the current Blackstaff is, uh, I'm gonna butcher this name, but it's, I think, Var Vara Safar. I butchered that so bad. Um, but she's the seventh Blackstaff of Waterdeep. Um, she, uh, 
She was young when she inherited the title. Um, she's extremely skilled and, and very capable. Um, and, um, I mean, most people talk about, um, um, how powerful she is, um, and, and how confident she is. Most don't really seem to think of her as being bad. She seems to be working very hard to kind of clean things up as well. Okay, cool. Um, yeah. Um, what else? Anything else? What's, um, this right here? Uh, hang on, let me get to where you are. Do that again. Oh, sorry. What's this? Um, it's a... It's a table. I just decided it's a table. Okay, cool. <laughs> well, I look at the group and I'm like, where do you want to go? Is there anybody else in the room with us? There's several people. There's tons of guests here. Most of them are decked out in some pretty fine clothes. Um, and the majority of the crowd seems to be um, heading towards the ballroom. Uh, it sounds like a new song um, that's a bit more upbeat has just started playing. And um, you can hear um, sort of cheers and, and that kind of rhythmic um, kind of sound of, of people dancing in time. Does anyone catch my eye? Uh, make a perception check. I'm, I'm gonna lean down to, to, uh, to, um, oh shit, Valera, and say, uh, it's, it's interesting, you walking statue and they big, they build big fancy building in here, what if you wake up? <laughs> Everyone just falls over, I guess. Nox leans over, look man. These things haven't moved in like fucking centuries. All right, it's. I mean, um, still could wake look, up. Look, I don't want to live inside a stone man, but like, I don't know. Who knows why rich people do what they Can do? Can I have a right? force check? They'd probably be unhappy. <laughs> you said these things haven't moved, in <laughs> and I'm like, um, is that? What's your perception check for uh, for looking at the guests? Sixteen. Sixteen. Um, there are a couple people that kind of, uh, stand out to you. Um, you see a, you can just see through the doors a beautiful woman that looks, um, I don't know, maybe elvish, possibly? Um, she sort of has this, I don't know, this quality to her that sets her apart from everyone else. And she is, um, she is dancing, um, kind of at this crazy pace like nobody else is and everybody's kind of leaning in and watching her. Um, you also notice there is a um, another woman who's sort of dark hair. Um, her clothing looks very different from, from everybody else's here. It looks more um, almost maybe northern kind of influences. Um, and she... Uh, keeps going around and, and pulling people aside and talking to them and you notice them make weird faces before they turn and leave and go talk to other people. Um, so those are the two people that stand out the most to you. I would like to approach the second person. <laughs> sure, sure. So, um, yeah, you head into the uh, ballroom and, um, um, and you rolled a 16 before? Mm -hmm. 
Um, yeah, you, you, as you approach, you can hear her, um, talking, uh, and she says, I overheard them say, uh, uh, no, wait, 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 no, no, no. Hang on, sorry, I'm reading this very <laughs> strangely. Um, yeah, you hear a snippet of information, um, not from her, but from the person she is talking to, and they say, you overheard them say what about Volo? My, my, I must admit, his speed in producing guides didn't always seem suspect to me. Um, so that's like a snippet of what you hear of whatever conversation she's having with somebody. I'm gonna kind of walk over and be like, what's this about Volo? Ugh. Don't get me started on Volo. I mean, the man's pretty much a fraud, basically. All of his books, all of everything that he writes about, I mean, it's just countless lies. And I mean, really, I just can't believe they're throwing this whole party for him. Me neither, honestly. You're right. I've never believed anything in his books. They're honestly... Make a deception check, I guess. I don't know if that's, I don't even know who he is, so I guess it would be deception. <laughs> yeah. 15. 15. She sort of looks at you and narrows her eyes. Do you even know anything about Volo? Have you read a single one of his stupid books? No, I was just trying to fit in. <laughs> a friend invited me here, and I'm definitely not from around. <laughs> well, I'm not from around here either, but I'm just sort of, well, kind of frustrated that he gets all this fame and success, and all he does is print lies. Hmm. Yeah. I can see why that would be upsetting. Can I get an insight check on that? Like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Just because I feel like I want to see if that's really what she... 16. 16. Um, you can tell that she is genuinely frustrated with Volo and doesn't dislike him. Um, there's something, you can tell that there's probably another layer to this, but you're having trouble discerning exactly what that is, um, mm -hmm. just from, just from, like, listening to her and, and watching her. Mm -hmm. Okay. Interesting. Well. I guess I'll, um bid my departure and uh, go back to my party members. <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, anything else that y'all would want to do? Um, lots of people are dancing. Most of them are pretty much watching that girl. Honestly. That crazy dancing girl? Yeah. <laughs> I know what I want to do, but Bear probably wouldn't do it. Uh-oh. <laughs> what? <laughs> 
Actually, would he? What is, I don't know. What is it you want to do? <laughs> what is it? Uh, bust up on the dance floor with the chick. <laughs> I mean, oh, wow. Bear... <laughs> no, Bear probably wouldn't do that. Blair would probably not be dancing, but... <laughs> no. <laughs> Bear does not dance, unless it is with Bears. Are y'all watching Raul her bears. dance? If you're not gonna join, are you watching her dance? Yeah. I will, sure. Sure, I'll watch while while that conversation okay. is happening. Um, can I have everybody make a wisdom saving throw? Oh no! Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Eleven. Hang on. Wait, let me get my dice out. Was Knox watching? Yeah. Eleven? I also got a nineteen. I got a thirteen. <laughs> Bear, you feel strongly compelled to join in on this. Oh, go up. <laughs> you really want to start dancing. Bear's gonna like walk toward, just push people out of the way. Just like Bear, wade, what are you doing? wade through people <laughs> and just start like busting out some crazy shit this chick uh fair skin pale blonde hair beautiful she um smiles widely at you and sort of twirls around and then grabs your hands and starts dancing and and everybody's like yeah and they're all like they're enthralled mainly with her no offense <laughs> oh no absolutely <laughs> hey I didn't Bear. get my beard braided for this, man. Kind of I should have gotten my beard like, braided. Gonna lean over to Knox and be like, did you know Bear could dance? Because, like... I had no fucking idea. <laughs> okay, I didn't really just... do any dancing in Fandelver or fucking Thunder Tree. <laughs> uh, Y'all got any clue what the what the hell's going on here? I have um, no idea. No. Bear didn't is the type to want to go dance, so um, you know. Both Coops and and Valera, why don't you give me give me an Arcana check? Oh, that's not gonna be great. I got a twenty-four. I got oh, I got an eighteen. Sweet, good. You both, um, you both can <laughs> tell that there is something clearly fey about this this woman dancing, mm. and you feel like something about that probably has to do with. Um, how enticing her dancing is and her nature is in general. Mm. Um. <laughs> what do I know about the fan? <laughs> like... uh, I mean, probably, probably only so much. Give me a like. Would I know how to stop that? Probably not, honestly. Um, I'll say around this time, the song ends. Bear, you are allowed to stop dancing. Everybody cheers, and um, she looks a little um, flushed from dancing, but um, she sort of curtsies. Oh, thank you so much. That was so good. You're such a good dancer. Do I remember I dancing? Yes, you remember dancing. Um, but you, like, it's a weird feeling. It's like, remember like deciding to dance i remember dancing but like why was i dancing i'm gonna sally up to them and i'm gonna say <laughs> so say huh interesting uh, i'm 
sorry. What? What? <laughs> uh, inside check? What? <laughs> yeah, give me what? give me an inside check. Sure. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna say um. It, Why are my rolls so bad? It's interesting. I do not. Bear does not normally dance. Well, you probably don't normally come to a party like this. <laughs> I rolled a ten. I rolled really bad. It's true, but Is she uh, like a preppy still. I mean, she's kind of she's kind of upbeat. <laughs> Listen, I can give you lessons later. It can be a whole thing. Uh, Bear, don't don't accept anything she's offering you. <laughs> We'll find it. Yeah, do not want to have repeat of Ember Temple. Oof. <laughs> she just sort of like nods. She's like, mm-hmm, yeah, okay. Um, and then she starts walking away. And at this moment, you can tell that a lot can of I the- Can I insight check that reaction? <laughs> yeah, sure, <laughs> sure. The Ember Temple. I'm with the AG, I'm also gonna insight check that. Oh my god. God. Damn it, that's a three. <laughs> Twenty-four. Twenty-four. Um, it's very much a like, yeah, I have, I don't care what you're talking about, so I'm just gonna leave now. It was that kind of reaction. <laughs> um, at this point, you can see that several people are starting to head back into the foyer, and you hear some people saying, oh, I think Volo's about to give his, his welcoming speech, and you see this chick, like, really take off, headed that direction, um, but she bumps into the the other girl, the sort of northern girl, and um, yeah, uh, <laughs> that northern girl takes a lot of offense from being bumped into, and they start arguing with each other. Um, I want to listen to that. <laughs> yeah, that's me too. I mean, most of it is basically like. Um, can you watch where you're going? And it's like, I'll watch <laughs> where I'm going if you watch where you're going. And it's like, it's nonsense and it escalates and eventually two guards like step in and separate them from each yeah, other. Hold my hoops. Honest, when no one is looking at me, I'm going to cast invisibility on myself. Okay. Um, right. you are you are in a crowded ballroom. Oh, you're right. So maybe I shouldn't do that. Just keep that in consideration. Mm. Maybe I won't. I won't. everywhere. <laughs> Just kidding. I won't do that. <laughs> um, so, um, do y'all head into the foyer where everybody else is? Where they're gathering? Sure. The, the room with the, with the Hawkman fountain? Yeah, with the fountain. That first room. Sure, but I'm gonna kind of stay by one of the, the exit points. Sure, do you yeah. want to be near the entry hall or near the ballroom? Well, the ballroom door or the staircase. You've got some options. I'm gonna hang out by the ballroom door. Okay. I'll be by the staircase. I'm also gonna hang out by the staircase, and then if I see that no one's there, I'm going to slip in and then turn invisible. Do you want me to... Nox kind of leans in. Do you... Do you guys want me to stay anywhere in particular? I mean... Get the other exit, I guess. The, the entrance? The yeah. whichever sure. one we haven't covered yet. <laughs> Got it. Blue. And she heads over and kind of very smugly leans against the wall by the uh, the 
entrance doors. I can picture um, that. Yeah. So you all kind of get into your spots. Um, um, and uh, actually, emerging from the spiral staircase from above, so some of y'all are quite close, um, in vibrant, vibrant blue leather um, and, and carrying... Um, uh, an equally vibrant blue leather tome in one hand, and a glass within the other is the one and only Volothamp Gadarm. It is not the blue tome, guys. Um, <laughs> evening, ho ho, one and all, welcome oh to this exquisite evening to celebrate the release of my newest book, Volos and Caridian to Making Friends. Volo pauses, bringing the book into uh, both hands and raising it above his head dramatically. A book that promises to aid each and every one of you in navigating the battlefield that is making friends. I have traveled the land far and wide, and there is nothing more essential than a few allies to back you up. Which is why I've gathered you all here with hopes that by the end of tonight, we're all friends. <laughs> we're fortunate to be inside um, the Hawkman statue where the sights from the balcony are to die for. Let the party commence! And um, everybody kind of does like a huzzah and um, yeah, and... That's Can I please insight check him saying we're all going to be friends by the end of tonight? Sure, give me an insight check. Go for it. He also <laughs> said the party's to die for. Yeah. Look, I, I will not want to be on the nose. I don't fucking insight anything. <laughs> nothing. Nothing? Not one. I get nothing. It seemed like a very, um, you know, um, Pompous, um, abstract speech, yeah. Yeah, uh, lots of energy uh, and excitement behind it. So is he standing, like, right in front of the stairwell entrance? He's, like, up several stairs. He's, like, kind of at the top of the stairs um, on this level. And, um... So these are open spiral staircases. Yeah, they're open so oh, everybody can see. Never mind, I have this... <laughs> this image was an enclosed stairwell, and I was gonna sneak in and turn invisible and come back out. I, good to I know. I am sorry that that could not happen. No, that's fine. It's good that I know that now, and I didn't just say I was gonna do that. Um, so, at this time, Volo heads upstairs, and you see the kind of fae woman head up as well. But Knox also waves to you and, and points at the drow fellow who is heading out the entrance hall. So what would you like to I'm gonna I'm gonna follow the drow dude. Yeah, same. Okay. So um, y'all um yes. I think I'm gonna stay in here and keep an eye on things. I don't feel like all of us should follow him. Sure. You can do that. Um, so um we'll do um Drow fellow first. I'm gonna kind of stealthily follow him. Yeah, I don't want him so, to do Yeah, how do you wanna how do y'all wanna do that? I'm just I want to try and blend in with the crowd and not have him notice me, I guess, as okay. he's exiting. Must um, be nice to blend in with the crowd. <laughs> <laughs> Knox will do the same. 
So y'all, both Knox and Coops are trying to be stealthy. 16. I'm not. I'm just... 24. <laughs> um, I'm kind of going around the edge of the crowd, but... Are you trying to follow just... him out the door or just stay close to the door? Um, uh, how far out the door is he? So you notice, um, or Knox kind of points it out, that this guy literally, like, goes back into that entry hall that y'all walked in from. And, um, she also kind of, like, points at these two guards, and you notice that the guards that were in the entry hall have left and entered the foyer, so that they're not in that entry hall anymore. So, he's... I'm following him out the door. All right. Um, you... You follow him, um out the door and you notice um him uh with his hand in that chest um and he's pulling out a scimitar uh the same one that was confiscated from him at the same time you notice a um elvish man entering he looks like he's kind of in a hurry like he was running late and he kind of stops and looks at the drow fellow and looks at you, Bear, and he's like, well, that's interesting. Um, and, uh... Zdrasuj's your friend. <laughs> the, what was that? Zdrasuj's <laughs> Yeah, I don't, um... Don't, uh, know what you're saying there, but, um... What are, what are you doing here? Everybody in, in, uh... Room having good time. Are you time. talking to Drow or Elf Man that just arrived? Uh, the Elf Dude. That just got here. Um, yeah. I, uh, I was running late. Um, I just got here. I, I just want to go in and I'm supposed to talk with Mr. Volo. I was going to apologize for my tardiness, actually. And then, well, I walked up on this, um, bit of theft here. Um, and uh, the... Okay. You, the drow you, guy is you, like. You continue. Tell guard when you when you get in that this piece of shit is yeah, I'm grabbing just sword. Open the door and say, "Hey, guards, we got a thief." <laughs> so, um, like he, the drow guy is like, "Whoa, whoa, hey, um, we can talk this out. Uh, um, you know this this scimitar. It holds sentimental value to me, and um." I can, you know, I'll just slip you well, some good. gold. We can just forget. Yeah, and you know what? This axe has very sentimental value to me, too. Then, well, you get to keep yours. Why can't, why can't, why can't we I have keep mine? Excuse me. We have special permission. You need Make to pick a deception check for that. Hey, we you did get, get special permission. permission. And we, did. we did get permission when we walked in. We got permission from Frog. <laughs> I'm Fine. not Fine. <laughs> so you get you to keep your weapons, and I can't keep mine. It's a scimitar. What am I mean? I'm not gonna fling it out in the party and start chopping off people's heads, are we? Well, how do we know that? I guess you'll just have to trust me. Except yeah. I'm not. Please I did call the me. guards, by the way. <laughs> All right, the guards enter. Um, Frog is with them. Um, whoa, what is a? Uh, excuse me, sir. I think we already confiscated this from you. <laughs> Look, man, it's just it's just a big 
misunderstanding. It's not. I, we don't need to. If you could just be quiet, that would be great. Um, I'm not in the room. I'm saying this to myself. <laughs> um, yeah. So I mean, the guards <coughs> take it from him. I mean, um, yeah, because y'all are there. Y'all aren't gonna let him keep it. You're not gonna take the bribe. You brought the guards in. So um, yeah, they they take the scimitar from him. They put it back in the chest. They lock the chest. Um, and, uh, yeah, one of the guards takes this drow man by the, uh, shoulder and, um, leads him out of the entry hall and into some other part of the tower, I suppose. Frog says, uh, thank you. Thank you so much. I'm so glad. I didn't know we were supposed to have the armed help, but I, now I'm really appreciative of it, honestly. There's so, no problem. All right. Always well, glad to help out. <laughs> We know the sketchy shit we investigate. It's okay. You, know, you you enjoy the party. I thank you. Thank you so much. It it means a lot when people just care about the little guy, you know. And uh, yeah. I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna kneel down and offer a fist <laughs> for a fist bump. This time he does. He gives you the fist bump. And he's like, yeah, yeah. He's really he's feeling real good about himself. Um, yeah. Um. I'm gonna turn to the elf. Yeah. And I'm gonna be like, so how do you know Volo that you're apologizing to him, like, personally? Uh, hang on, let me pull out my. Let me pull out my things. Um. La la la. What did I pull? Um, so I, um. I, I used to sort of raid dungeons as a hobby, um, and uh, now I've kind of moved into more steady, um, stable work here in the city, but, um, yeah, so sometimes I meet with Volo on occasion and we sort of discuss old adventures and, and sort, and, um, you know, he's a, he's a pretty charismatic fellow, um, and, uh, well, I, I kind of want to create maybe a and work out some sort of lucrative business deal and I've been trying to you know get in touch with him and and this is the the date that we've set to to meet up and, and discuss maybe potentially a future book I don't, I don't know um you know you'd be really interested in where we were for the past couple months <laughs> <laughs> oh really you look like an interesting sort um very adventurous, I must say. Mm -hmm. uh, name's name's Davil, by the way. Good to meet you. Davil Star Song. You can call me Coops. Coops, all right, great. And Bear. Bear, fantastic. Uh, Blue's not there. Knox yep. will <laughs> say. Knox will say. Um, yeah, and and uh, my name is uh, Lee, and gives a fantastic. <laughs> And yeah, we're fine. <laughs> so, um, well, pleasure to meet you all. Um, I I better step in and see if I can snag him. But um, uh, have a good time. He went upstairs, by the way. Oh, thank you so much, really. And and he heads in. Can I get an insight check and make sure he's not there to kill him? <laughs> sure. Okay. I would have done. 
give me give me an insight. After you've told him where he is. Uh, a dirty twenty. <laughs> a dirty twenty. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. He gives directions to the man. <laughs> gives directions to the man. And then um, he seems to be truthful, as far as you can tell. All right. He seems to be sincere. <laughs> I'm pretty okay with that on a dirty 20. Okay. Um, so, Blue, you are staying in the ballroom. You notice um, you notice that fey woman um, kind of rush up um, the stairs after Volo. Um, the rest of the people in the party kind of continue to mingle. You notice that um, sort of northern woman with darker hair. Um... She kind of looks up at the stairs and watches that fey woman head up after her, and it kind of looks like she intends to follow, and then she kind of um, changes her mind or something. And um, she sort of meanders through the crowd, um, getting close to people from time to time, maybe stopping and talking to people. Um, and um, yeah, you hear like. You, you hear talking upstairs, and it starts to get a little louder. Can I kind of, like, not go all the way up the stairs, but go up a little bit further and see if I can hear what they're saying? Sure. Um, so you head a little further up the stairs. Um, and it's kind of, um, you can hear that there's talking coming from, um the side where um so like the stairs go up to here and yeah. it seems like this upper landing is mostly empty you know that um like there's kind of crowd chatter coming from this side of the room the raised mm-hmm. voices sounds like it's coming from this side okay if there's other people up there that i'm gonna go on and go the rest of the way up sure so you head the rest of the way up, and you um, see that this uh, there's a sign over the door that says library. Um, and um, you can hear the sort of raised voices coming from the other side of that door um, to the library. Um, and um, the door is closed. Um, you hear muffled yelling. Um, coming from inside. Give me give me a perception check. Yeah, I was gonna say I'm gonna try to go listen. That is a 14. A 14. You can tell that it's a man and a woman arguing. It could be Volo and and the Fey woman. Uh, you can't quite discern exactly what they're talking about. But neither Volo or the Fey woman is in the room with the crowd. No, they seem to be in the library behind the closed doors. Okay. I'm not stealthy, but I really want to see if I can figure out. Um, at this point, the um, I'll say that that elvish man kind of comes up behind you. Uh, uh, is oh, there it is. That's that's the library. Uh, oh, it sounds like a sounds like some people having a bit of a row on the other side. Do you think we should just? Intrude, or um, I was just entered, have we entered and like seen that Blue's not there anymore at this point? I'll say that you can see that she's not in the foyer. You can choose to go up the stairs if you want to, but you might get there um, a little later than whatever's about to happen. I'm gonna assume that 
Blue is upstairs, because that's where Volo went. And I'm going to cast Message and be like, Hey, we ran into this elf dude. Don't think he's trying... Wait, hey, ran into this message elf... Message is not... Um, oh, you're right. Message you're right. is not sending. You're right. <laughs> we ran into this elf dude. Doesn't seem like he's trying to kill Volo. He's headed upstairs. I'm assuming you're there. Um, do you need help? What's up? Do I get this when the elf guy comes up? Yeah, I'll say, like, he gets up, has that conversation, they're having a bit of a row, should we interrupt, and then you immediately hear that. Okay, um, I'm gonna look at him and be like, did you happen to talk to someone named Coops downstairs? Ah, uh, yes, the, the interesting sort of rough and tumble group. Yeah, there was a bit of a situation, but, um, yeah, uh, yeah, I talked to them. Um, why? Just, just checking something, and I'm gonna <laughs> send back to her and be like, "Yeah, he's up here with me. Um, someone's arguing at the library upstairs." And let's head. Point, he, yeah, he'll he'll look between you and the door, and then he'll. Um, I was gonna knock on the knock, door yeah. and then open it without really yeah. waiting for anybody to let him in. Yeah, um, I'm gonna kind of peek in behind. Well, he's not a too. vampire. <laughs> <laughs> it it is daylight when y'all arrive here, by the way. So just. <laughs> Gonna put that out there. Um, so he enters the library probably just as the rest of y'all get to the top of the stairs and you see the doors open into the um, library. Um, as he's opening the door, the yelling, of course, gets louder um, and this woman kind of looks at, and you can see Volo who looks, um, he looks very... Um, kind of flustered and sort of red-faced and she looks angry and she looks at Volo looks over at Davil and the rest of y'all behind him and um she just sort of uh storms past uh y'all and starts to head for the stairs this was dancy lady dancy lady well she looked mad <laughs> that sounded Pleasant. Um, and, and, and Davril is just, um, uh, sorry to, um, interrupt. Um, is everything okay? Um, sir? And, and Volo just looks very, like, um, it, uh, it, it was, uh, it was, it was nothing. It, it was nothing. Insight. Oh, uh, same. <laughs> you just said it before I could. That is a 17. 22. He... He looks... There's something about his expression that seems, like, shocked and confused and maybe a tad guilty. Was she a jilted lover or something? <laughs> Are you asking him? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I. If I, you ask that, Valir's gonna like, like, like. <laughs> that's uh, quite a question to ask. Um. Uh, no, but I don't think it's really any of your business. Um, just uh, don't worry about it. We're here to have a party. Um, please, uh, enjoy the, the rest of the festivities. I would like a little bit of, um, uh, I 
would like a little bit of privacy, please? Of course. I'm going to dip out and cast invisibility on myself and sneak back in before the door is closed. Okay. Um, I'm is Elf Guy you. staying? Yeah, Elf Guy's still there, and he's like, actually, uh, Mr. Mr. Volo, um, if I could just have a have a quick word, um, I need to talk to you about a uh, you know, business opportunity. Um, we can get away from some prying eyes, uh, perhaps, maybe. Um, and uh, Volo seems kind of like eager to. Uh, to do that and, and and get some escape. Now, Coops, I need you to give me a. I need you to give me a sleight of hand at disadvantage to try and cast invisibility on yourself. In like, there's people everywhere. Like, so if you're gonna try and do that. Okay. Like, if you step out of the library, you're stepping into a room where other people are to cast invisibility on yourself. Okay. I'll do it. Alright, go ahead. <laughs> How'd that go? Uh, well, my high was a 21 and my low was a 12. Which isn't awful for normal, just perception of people milling about at a party, but, um... Okay, so you cast invisibility on yourself, and you mm -hmm. step back into the library. Mm -hmm. Um, Davil is, is with Volo, they're about to, um, leave. Um, and, um, Davil kind of stops and looks, and he turns and he looks right where you are. And he sort of leans over to Volo. Um, sorry, uh, sir, I don't think we're, I don't think we're alone. Is there a better place we can go talk? And, and Volo's like, Interesting. Uh, yes, yes, um, yes, come this way. And they head, uh, they head outside the library, um, back to this staircase and head up the stairs. Interesting! You didn't roll that high. <laughs> well, but I cast invisibility when I was outside of that room. Yeah, but it's it's okay. Sure. Okay, it's fine. Whatever. I thought it would be a stealth check on me, like sliding back into the room, but that's fine. Um, what would you guys like to do? Um. Y'all notice Volo and Davil heading up the stairs, um, Perrine, wow, I just dropped her name, sure, elf girl, fey girl, whatever, is, uh, storming down the stairs, um, causing a bit of a scene as she goes, um, it looks like she might be crying, um, so, take your pick. I'm just gonna stay invisible. I'm gonna follow elf girl. Okay, sure. It's You're probably a bad idea, but I I'm gonna do it. Don't want to follow Elf Girl because Valyria is not good with people crying, so she's gonna no. <laughs> She'll try to kind of go up, like. Better have big shoulders like, to cry on. Kind of like she did before, and see if she can hear anything like from the stairwell before she follows for real, for real. <laughs> okay. Um. But I'm also invisible. <laughs> okay. 
Um, so Valera and an invisible coops are like standing at the stairs listening and Bear, you're following Elf Girl. So you follow Elf Girl down the stairs. Um, and she goes um, she goes back down to the foyer and she kind of like bursts into tears and um, she immediately just like pulls some random person next to her aside and just starts like talking to them and crying to them. And for a while, like for a second, they're like, what are you? And then like, eventually they're just sort of like enthralled with her and they're just sort of like hanging on her every word and trying to comfort her. Amazing. She's like a Vila. I'm, I'm just gonna kind of hang back and watch what's sure. going on and try to be like n- nonchalant like lean up against the wall or something but like just like keep an eye on the situation sure um uh give me no i won't make you roll you can actually hear um some of the things that she starts to um slip and talk about and complain about and a lot of it um you hear the word um you catch like every other word you hear the word um um mother and heartbroken you hear um the word daughter used repeatedly um and she she seems very upset and the person is just like so sorry and they're just like hanging on her every word and they're just watching her very intently and like rubbing her back and handing her a handkerchief to to dab her eyes bear's internal monologue is going crazy hearing just bits and pieces of this (laughs) did did volo fuck fairy (laughs) um is is his is his daughter is uh i do not know is is old is old flame and have daughter with lady i do not know (laughs) amazing Um, that's what's going on in bear's head bear is not smart but it's amazing uh blue and coops you listen at the stairs you hear them walk up um and instead of stopping at the next floor they seem to go up even higher and their footsteps start to fade away. Um, yeah. Sure. Um, at this point, you also, um, as you're heading up the stairs, you also hear a commotion below of, uh, you recognize the voice as the drow fellow, and it seems like he's getting into a, a bit of fisty cuffs. How did he get back in? Wasn't he like- He was escorted by a guard, and it seems like, uh, Maybe he got away or something. Did y'all tell me that the drow guy was back? Do I know about this? No. What happened? What does he say? What do I hear him saying? <laughs> um, you hear a lot of like, take your hands off me. And like, I have a right to be here and you can't take the things that belong to me. And Is that the prick from earlier? <laughs> Yeah. There's yeah. some of like, where's Volo? I want to see him. Take take me to him now. And and stuff like that. Does so he's it just look like Karen. guards have it handled? Yeah. 
do it. Um, it's a little, it's a little, it's a little touch and go, but. Where is it coming from? Is I'm it gonna in, cast like... message at him. <laughs> okay, and I'm gonna sure. say, I'm gonna say, you need to calm yourself down now, or I'm gonna call for the guards again, or I'm gonna take care of it. It being you. <laughs> um, is he in the second floor actually, or where is he's he? He's like trying to run up the stairs to where you are, actually. Okay. And w- the second that message enters his head, you see him stop and just look around. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna cast message again. <laughs> and I'm gonna say, good, please stay calm. And we won't have to deal with you. You can reply to this. Why exactly are you so interested in Volo? And he's, he's so confused. And um, before he even, like, thinks to respond, some guard grabs him by the arm and starts to <laughs> regain control of him. Um, it's like melted this dude's mind. <laughs> Thought he was here in God. Like, I just pictured happened? the voice that's like, please keep all hands and feet inside the vehicle. <laughs> like, please keep your tipper under control. <laughs> this is um, God. Stop fucking around. Um, I'll say at this point, um, Davril actually comes back down the stairs from behind you. Um, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna step down so where he doesn't run into me. So he doesn't run into you? Yeah, yeah. sure. Um, yeah, he sees uh, you, Blue, and he's like, he looks a little, um, he looks a little like, uh, I don't know, frustrated. Um, frustrated? Yeah, he does look a little frustrated. Okay. Business venture didn't go so well then? Not exactly. Um, maybe next time. It's disappointing. Yeah. You're telling me. Uh, insight check? Sure. <laughs> give, me, give me an insight. 24. 24. Nice. Um, there's something that's, like, being left out there. Um, something about this statement doesn't quite seem... As soon as he passes by me, I'm walking up the stairs. Okay. Uh, you walk up the stairs and start to head up the stairs. Um, and... As you do that, hang on a second. So you start to head up the stairs and an echoing rush of crackling magic suddenly rushes itself over all of you. And in a brief instance, you feel the ground beneath you. The entire statue begins to fall. And a moment after you fall with it, the weightlessness is over. And in a fraction of a second, um, it stops. And the chaos begins. All the guests um, growing worried and and start to scream and shout. Um, Ornaments and glasses are now scattered across the floor. Um, 
and uh, it seems like something uh, has, has gone wrong. And I need everybody to give me a, um, a dexterity saving throw. Question. Sure. This is pertinent. Is it a threat that I see? Uh, no, it's it's like something has happened to the building or something, but you can't see what has happened. Okay. Just wondering if Danger Sense would apply, because it says I have advantage on deck saving throws against effects that I can see while not blinded, deafened, or incapacitated. I mean, you can see uh. the building shaking and moving, so I'll I'll let you have advantage for that, sure. Okay. I got a 10. I, I got a 12. Ugh. I got a 16. 16. Um, so everybody except for Blue um, manages to stay standing. Blue, you uh, fall prone. Um, with a sudden shift. Um, and Knox uh, Knox um, like grabs the, the railing of the stairs and grabs her stomach for a second like she's gonna throw up and then she kind of like pushes it down and, and uh, uh keeps herself from, from getting sick. And then she looks at all of y'all. Uh, what the fuck was that? See, I told you. What happened when it wake up? You were right. You did tell us. Mm. What the fuck was that? <laughs> I don't know, but I think homeboy woke up. Um, I'm gonna keep walking upstairs. At this point, you hear below people shouting... We're not in Waterdeep! Where's Waterdeep? Where's the city? And people what? are freaking out. And there's a huge commotion. And um, actually, everybody starts to funnel out of the various rooms on all these different floors. And guards are leading them back down to the uh, the foyer and the, the engine room. They're trying to corral everybody down to, like, kind of the main floor. What? Are people coming down from above me too? Yes. The guards are kind of ushering everybody down to the foyer. Please stay calm, single file. We're gonna figure this out. I'm gonna go with the flow of traffic and step off to the side on one of the landings because I want to get to the top floor. I was gonna say, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna try to go up. You try After to go I get up, up and the guards tell you to go back down. Okay. You're still I'm invisible, gonna right, a message To Blue. You're still invisible, right? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna cast okay. a message to Blue and tell her that I'm trying to get to the top floor. Okay. Give me... Give me an athletics check to try and fight against the crowd because everybody's coming down and you're trying to oh, swim no, upstream. Oh, no, I was planning on, like, waiting off to the side until everyone has stopped coming down. Okay, you you can do that. It's going to take a while. 
But yeah, I'm, I'm going to ask the guard and just be like, are you sure everyone's down from the upper floors? Because I was just going to make sure everyone's down. We've got it handled. We're, we're taking our time. We're trying to clear out all the rooms. It, it might take a second. It's 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 a six-story tower, so it's it's going to take a bit of time. Um, oh, jeez, I didn't it, realize it was that tall. It seems, it seems like we may have shift planes. Okay. We may have what? We're not in Waterdeep, but we shifted planes? That's, that's the leading theory. Looks like we might be on the ethereal plane. I, I don't know. This is kind of beyond my jurisdiction, honestly. So since I'm hearing this, can I, like, think about things that I've read and things that I know and see if I can come up with ways this could have happened? Same, because your girls read a lot of books. Um, give me, give me an intelligence, uh, check, um... Not Arcana? I could maybe allow Arcana. It's gonna be a really high DC. That's fine. You know, neither one is gonna help me much, so... It's not fine when I roll a nat one. I got a 17. Yeah, you have no idea. Um... For an entire building to suddenly shift planes um, just seems crazy, honestly. Mm. Um, As people are starting to continue down to the foyer um, and that sort of main entrance hall, um, um, you start to hear murmurs, um, uh, people being afraid of wherever they are, and um, and people starting to freak out um, um, just about how they're gonna get home. And you start to hear the repeating question, where's Volo? Where's Volo? Where's That's Volo? What I'm to yeah. And then you hear a guard shout from above, um, Volo's been murdered! And- Shocker. <laughs> Everybody freaks out, and we're gonna go to break. Cool. Great. See, I was trying to find his body before anyone else did, but that's yeah. fine. <laughs> yeah. No, that wasn't gonna work. <laughs> nah, man. I can't let you end the one shot before it even starts. <laughs> so, you're back. People are exclaiming that Volo is dead. And that y'all are no longer in the material plane. Um, what would you like to do? Um, can I use, is it, uh, Thaumaturgy to make my voice louder and get everybody to calm down? (laughs) Sure. Um, I'll let you choose whether you want to make a persuasion or an intimidation based on what you're saying. I'm just gonna be like, everyone, please remain calm. We cannot figure out what's going on if everyone is freaking out all at once. Please remain calm. Alright, give me give me a persuasion roll. Okay. That is not great. That is 12. 12. Um, some people listen and some people are like, 
yeah, we should calm down. And then other people are like, how the fuck can we calm down? We're not in the same plane. And uh, it's a mixed bag, I'll be honest. You know, if the voice level goes down at all, I'm counting it as a win. <laughs> Nox just Our sort of pats you on the back. Uh, it, it was a good try. Good try. <laughs> are people still coming down from upstairs? Some people are coming down. Some people are just sort of like stopping um, off on just different levels. Um, guards are starting to sort of like check people and different rooms. Um, they're kind of all over the place. Now that they've realized that they can't leave the tower, um, the urgency to move floors is starting to subside. Mm. I want to be listening to what the guards that are coming down are saying. Sure, give me, give me a perception check. That is a 26. A 26. Um, so you hear a few things. Um, um, one person says, um, do you see how far that thing was in his chest? Gods. And then the other guy's like, yeah, but what about, what about what was wrong with his face? His mouth was missing, damn it. Um, they look pretty freaked, honestly. Do I see the fake girl or the northern girl? Um, where are y'all? Honestly. I would be, I guess, on that stairway between the second floor and the third floor. Is that where I was heading? No, the third floor and the fourth floor, because I was trying to get up to the fourth floor, right? I was um, talking to him on the stairs. Yeah, so you were heading up, um... You don't see, you don't see any of the notable people that you met at the party on this floor at all. After hearing that, what I just did, I would like to head downstairs to the second floor and find the cave dungeon person. Okay, you head down to that main floor and you look around and you can't find them on uh, on this floor. Um, they weren't on the third floor that I was at either? No. Um, you do see the sort of northern girl. She's um, you find her in the ballroom. Hmm. I'm gonna... I guess, how close do I have to be to the message? Let me check this. Are you still invisible? <clears throat> yeah. How long does that last? An hour. Okay. Has it been an hour at this I'll point? I'll say it's probably getting close to ending with all the commotion and guards trying to... Okay, then I would like to start heading down the stairs to the first floor. How many people are down there? Um, th I'm, there's a lot of people everywhere. I mean, every floor has people on it. Okay. Um, and then, sorry, continue. Uh, I was gonna say, as you, as you leave the, um, as you leave the second floor, or the ballroom, or whatever, um, just go on and give me, like, a, like, a perception 
okay. Or what's your passive perception? I My passive perception is 26. 26. I mean, I'm always down to see if it's higher than my passive. Um, yeah, as you're leaving the ballroom, um, you notice, um, you notice, uh, uh, one of the women kind of, like, on stage with the band, um, is just sort of watching you closely. Hmm. So one of the women on stage with the band sees me. Interesting. Oh, you're invisible. Um. So she doesn't see me? Nah, she doesn't see you, I guess. Okay, I'll forget you said that then. <laughs> Go ahead and make a stealth check, though, with advantage, okay. then. That's a 28. Okay. No, she doesn't see you, but you do see her looking around and scanning the crowd. Um, and she sort of watches the crowd, and then you notice her scribble something on a piece of paper. Hmm, interesting. Well, I want to try and go downstairs, and as I'm, like, going through the threshold to where, like, upstairs can see me and downstairs can see me, I want to drop my invisibility. Okay. To where people hopefully won't see it. Like, there's hopefully a landing of some sort, right? Where... Sure. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll let you do it. So you drop your invisibility as you head down the stairs. What is everybody else doing? That's a really good question. <laughs> Barry, you're still over there standing by a northern girl, right? I, I'm standing by elf lady. Or the, oh. the, the, the like, dancy, dancy bitch. Um, yeah, she's now in the library. So you watch her move to the library. So you can be in the library with her. Um, if you want to. Um. I'm... <clears throat> I'm not suspicious of her anymore because hmm I think the the one person I'm most suspicious of is uh the elf dude um but I will go up and hang out on the I think on the third floor. Sure. Just to see. You know, I'll go into the into the smoking room. Okay. Yeah, you you um as you're heading towards the smoking room, you see a guard uh shoving the drow guy into the library. It's like, you stay here! And like he's definitely just being watched very heavily at this point. Um yeah, you head into the smoking room though, as uh as that guy gets pushed into the library. Um, and I've got a description here somewhere of the smoking room. Eventually. Uh, la 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 la. Library. 
smoking room. So, uh, yeah, you enter the smoking room and it is a 20 foot long bar counter um, that is tucked into one corner of the room. Um, a lone servant fetches drinks, pipes, and assorted smoke weed from the cabinet behind the bar. Um, you see five bar stools that stand opposite the bar. Um, there are cushioned blue armchairs um, that are sort of paired throughout the room. Um, some by the wall, while others occupy the center of the room. And walking through the smoking room kind of, especially you, requires you to sort of weave between the chairs. Um, and on the coffee tables between each chair are glass ashtrays and lit incense burners. Some of these ashtrays and incense burners are now on the floor or cracked or out um, after the whole place kind of shook and moved. Um, you can tell that the room would be immaculate, but it is definitely not. Uh, it's a bit in disarray now because things have been shaken around. Um, and you can tell that these incense burners are meant to kind of keep the room smelling like the fresh scent of petals in the air, but it still smells pretty heavily of smoke. Um, there are also an, a number of small marble statuettes, many depicting the different walking statues of Waterdeep. Some of them have fallen over or um, gotten chipped or broken um, in the in the commotion. Is the Hawkman one still standing? <laughs> uh, let's find out. The Hawkman one is still standing. Dun, we'll look dun, at it dun. suspiciously <laughs> and then move on. Um, do I see anyone that we've seen before in here? that you have seen before in here um you see a couple guards in the corner kind of um whisper to each other um one of them looks kind of um pale and clammy and um kind of motions for the other guard to follow and they leave and you can see them exit and start to head up the stairs i'm gonna follow them sure um so you go to follow them, uh, Blue, where are you? You're muted. Sorry. I think I was still on the stairs. Um, yes. Yeah, so are you gonna, above the library. You, uh, so you see those guards head up those stairs, and you see Bear start to follow them. Do you follow as well? Uh, yeah. Are these guards that we talked to before, or no? Um... They're not guards that you specifically talked to before. Um, they're in the same general, like, attire, if that makes a difference. But Nah, just wondered. Um, yeah, so they head up. Um, they get to here, and then they move over to this smaller staircase and head up to the very top. Um, the Hawk's Eye Balcony. Okay. And, um... Uh, and when when you get to the top to this balcony, um, you see Frog in there, and he um, he sort of sees you two, and he's like, oh, "Please 
help. And um, so you ascending the spiral stairs leads to a quaint circular room. On one side, there are two port windows um, that would overlook Waterdeep, um, but are not anymore. Um, and uh, now it just sort of is this um, kind of weird sort of ethereal void. Um, but aside from this sort of lookout balcony room, pretty much all the attention is on what's in the center of the room. In the center of the balcony, Volo lays lifeless on his back, and Onyx's dagger protrudes from his chest, um, and sort of a, a pinkish liquid kind of covers his face, and his mouth is missing. Um, where it should be is mysteriously sealed shut. I'm gonna kind of gesture to Bolo and be like, can I take a look? Frog? You mean? Yeah. Uh, like to Frog and like gesture towards Bolo, yeah. Yeah, please, we're kind of, uh, any help, any help to try and figure out what happened would be, would be great, honestly. Okay, I want to take a look, particularly at, like, the, the liquid around his mouth and see if I can, if it's, like, any kind of magical or medicinal yeah, or anything. Give me, give me an arcana check. Okay. Fourteen. Fourteen. Mm-hmm. You can tell that this liquid is magical in nature. And you believe it belongs to the school of necromancy. Okay, I'm gonna tell Frog as much and be like, this was probably intentional. Someone would have, I guess I have to bring this here. It's magical in nature, so. Yeah, uh, great, great. And he, he, some other guard comes up and pulls out a vial and they start kind of moving things into, taking a sample and putting it into a little vial. Um... Yeah, so y'all are in this room, dead body, you've investigated the liquid. Can I tell anything else about the body? Um, give me, give me an investigation check. Okay. What's my investigation in? I don't like Valera's mods, I remember. <laughs> um, that is a 16. 16. Um, you, um, you can see that there's the dagger that's protruding from his chest. It's kind of in there kind of deep. Um, you also notice that there is some shattered glass on the floor. Um, and uh, it looks like maybe something broke one of the windows or, or smashed through one of the windows. Which window looks broken? Uh, the, the one on the our left. Okay, can I go examine the window? Yeah, um, so you start to peer out the window. Give me a perception check. Twelve. <laughs> Twelve. Um, you don't notice anything. Um, you can't tell. Um, broken window, you're looking out into an ethereal plane. You, you're, you're not sure what you should be looking for. The ethereal plane is probably kind of distracting. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it honestly is. Okay, um... Who would be able to get up this high? And let's, uh, while y'all contemplate what y'all want to do in this room where the... 
in the room where it happened. Uh, let's go back to uh, Coops. So you're down here. Uh, you're going down to the banquet hall. Correct. Correct. Um, as I like step down, do I see Let me give you little a, dungeon uh, delver? Let me give you a description of oh. the room. Maybe if I can find it wherever it is <laughs> somewhere. Good God. Banquet hall. Um, so yeah, you go down uh, the spiral staircase to the banquet banquet hall. Um, there are two guards standing by the spiral staircase, um, while there are ten servers that are trying to tend to the needs of these very frightened um, guests. There are five circular tables that fill the room. Um, each capable of seating uh, ten people. Most of them are kind of full um, and and um, occupied. And um, the room is a hive of conversation. Um, two dozen guests kind of make their way here. Um, some of them nervously snacking on food. Um, you see a grand piano tucked in the corner. Um, that's kind of like... Uh, it looks like it was meant to be positioned a certain way, but it's kind of slid or shifted, um, and whatever music was on the piano is all over the place now. Um, and there's a, a finely dressed female dwarf that is um, trying to collect all the sheets of music and, and kind of stack it and get it together. Um, yeah, and uh, you notice um, sort of at one of the tables, mingling with some of the other guests, is uh, Davril. Um, he has a drink in hand. Hmm. He's sitting in it. Is there a seat near him? That's empty? Uh, yeah, yeah, sure. I'm gonna sit myself down. Okay. Oh, hi. Um, that seems like things have taken a bit of a turn. Do they know insight exactly what check. happened? Uh, yeah, go ahead and make an, make an insight check. Because he's asking what happened, but I bet he already knows. Ah, shitty. Fifteen. Fifteen. Uh, hang on. Where's my thingies? Um, I'm so suspicious of him. <laughs> uh, 15. Uh, 15 on him. Um, yeah, he's genuinely, seems to be genuinely asking you um, what happened or what's going on. Well, um, it seems that Volo's dead. Well, I got that bit based on what all the gods were shouting, but like, how? <laughs> I just very. I like his. Well, I got that much. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, when he was asking what exactly happened, I thought he meant like, what's the chaos? Okay. I, I mean, murder is one thing. Moving to a different plane is a bit um, unsettling. Is it not? Oh for yeah, you? nothing. It, it it is for me. Nothing that I've read or encountered could explain how this is possible. So I definitely agree with you there. Um, I think 
you know, we're... I'm friends with one of the guards, and I think that... Maybe you heard something, maybe you saw something. You were one of the... Last people that I know of that saw him. So maybe... No matter what it is, maybe something you saw out of the corner of your eye, something that you thought looked weird or something, um, any of I, that could help. Yeah, I, I'd be I'd be happy to help. Um, well, um, as you know, I, I arrived late, um, saw that drow, um, tried to steal that scimitar from the crate, um, and then I went to go talk to Volo. Um, mostly to apologize for being late, but then also to discuss the business opportunity. Um, found him arguing rather loudly with um, that uh, woman. Um, kind of kind of hoped to interrupt to give him an escape, honestly. And, um, well, we went upstairs. Um, to the balcony to have a private word, and, um, well, he kind of turned me down, um, so I left him to think, and I came down here, and then everything just sort of went to chaos. Insight check! Sure, go ahead, absolutely. Why do I roll shit? Sixteen. Sixteen. He appears to be telling the truth, yeah, as far as you I can tell. Um, by my memory, do I remember him getting searched at all, or uh, having his weapons confiscated when he showed up? Um, you don't remember that happening, um, because he arrived late and was sort of there to kind of defuse the scimitar issue. You don't recall him being searched specifically. Okay, I'm gonna say, do you mind coming with me to um, relay all of that to whatever the guard's name is that we know? It starts with a G, right? No, Frog. Uh, frog. Frog. That's what it is. Frog. Yeah. Frog. 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 <laughs> yeah. I do you mind uh, relaying all of that to Frog? Um, yeah, sure. Um, mm. absolutely. You know, anything to help, maybe... I don't, I don't know. I don't know how we go home now. I'm kind of... Honestly, I'm a bit perturbed about that. Same. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna lead him upstairs, and I'm guessing that Frog is probably with the body, and he just told me where he last was, so I'm gonna head up, up, up. Yeah, Frog's up here, so... Um, yeah, so... Yeah, you go to head upstairs. As you're heading upstairs, um... The dwarf at the piano, uh, you notice that she is watching you very intently. Did you still mm. head up the stairs? No, I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna say, I think someone wants to talk to me. Um, do you mind heading up on your own? Sure. Uh, um, Frog's probably on the balcony, so. Of, of course. Um, I'll see you in, in a bit. Um, yep. He heads up the stairs. Uh, so you go to talk to this uh, dwarvish lady? Sure do. Okay, sure. 
Um, yeah, so you walk up to, to this dwarvish woman. I'm gonna say, um, so were, were you the pianist hired for this event? I was. Uh, can I, can I help you? I don't know, you were looking at me. I can play the piano. <laughs> can you? Um, yeah. I'm I was, bard. I was looking at you. Um, a man was just murdered at the place where I'm hired to work, and I'm kind of keeping an eye on everybody. Insight check. Sure. <laughs> You're like, why does she do all of these? <laughs> it's a 22. 22. Um... Yeah, so you kind of listen to her as she says this. Um, like, maybe there's some truth to that, but there, there's something else there. Hmm. Um. I think there's more to this than that. Um. What more do you think there is to this? I work here, I've worked here before, and I've never seen you here before in my life, and there's a dead man in this tower. She's I'm gonna hold up my invitation. Well, I had an invitation. Okay. There's a lot of people here that are probably here for their first time. Yeah. But this time a guy died. <laughs> you, you, are you catching what I'm saying? Like, yes, I and I'm trying to figure out how that me, happened. But, like, I work here, and a man is dead. I can't, like, keep an eye out on all these random people I've never seen before. Like, that's what's weird to you? Me being freaked out by all the strangers? Not the dead man in the tower? And the fact that we're not on the same fucking plane anymore? Do I still think that's really what it is? <laughs> Or is there more? Me, She's very me, defensive. Give me another insight check. Shit. So bad. Eleven. Eleven. I mean, she's... She's coming at you with a vengeance at this point, so it's like, you know, it's kind of hard to argue with her at this point. Well, sorry. Um, I'm just trying to help investigate this, and you stuck out to me. That's all. Sorry. Sorry for sticking out. I guess you don't always see a, a dwarvish piano player. I know it's weird, it's hard to reach the pedals, but if you could just not look so closely, that would be great. Don't even worry about it. I have a friend who's a giant bear, so like this is- you're not the weirdest person I've seen. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, okay. I'm gonna- I'm gonna go upstairs now. Wait, did you just say you have a friend who's a giant bear? That's yeah. what she said! <laughs> you know bear yes. is not a bear, right? Like, I know! You know that. In spirit- maybe not in body, but in spirit, bear Valera is bear. Valera is blue and always wet, so- <laughs> Like, that's but you, but that's what you said. But, but there's a bear. <laughs> oh man. All right. So you head upstairs. 
Yeah. Um, yeah, so is there anything that you guys up in the balcony do before everybody else gets there? Or you just sort of wait until <clears throat> everybody else gets there? I want to examine the dagger also. I'm, I'm going to... I'm gonna... I would like to do that when I get up there as well, just because I don't know that they've already done this. Heads up. I'm I'm gonna poke where Volo's mouth should be to see (laughs) if there's still teeth and like a jaw behind it, or if it's just like fused solid bone. Oh god. Um. Okay. It's a good thing to check. I'm just picturing. (laughs) I'm gonna. It's my giant fingers. Um. All right. Are you poking where they already cleared the gel off because it's necromancy gel? Well, I'm going to I'm going to like take if the if the if the jello is still there, I'm going to like take his take his coat or whatever and like or just grab his arm and like use the sleeve to like wipe the jello right, so off of his face. And you can feel that like there are teeth behind like the skin but the skin has been like reformed and, and shaped to like cover Ugh. his mouth Weird. blue can you can you talk with with dead people oh i don't think i can i don't remember what i i'm trying to see what i look like let me let me see Wait, <laughs> shit! I just realized I could do this. Um, I'm gonna look around. Are there any like, are there any like insects or small animals around? Like, were, are there like any rats crawling around? There are no, no insects. No. Damn rats, it! Nothing in here. So no speak with animals. Damn it. Sorry. Um, Blue, you wanted to inspect the dagger? Yeah. Give me, um, give me a religion check. Ooh, okay. Uh, not great. 14. (laughs) 14 is enough. You, um, look at this dagger and, um, you can tell that it holds depictions of the goddess of spiders, Lolf. The goddess of spiders. And, and, um, well, yeah, you just got a 14. Yeah, but I'll, I'll just give you that. Okay. Um, I'll say around this time, um, Davril kind of shows up, um, uh, hello, um, got sent up to, um, have a chat. I think your friend is close, close behind. Um, ooh, that looks, um... It's gruesome, no? Uh, it's not great, um, not great to, um, uh, is there a frog here? Um, I'm gonna point to frog. frog. <laughs> and, uh, point to frog. Frog walks over. Um, I'll say at this time, uh, Coops, you you get up here. I just okay. Davril, frog. Um, Davril was one of the last people that I know that was up here talking 
with Volo. Vo, vo, Volo. Volo. It's just Volo. I almost said Volar. Volar. <laughs> anyway, um, he might have seen something. I don't know. Here, I... I'm gonna go inspect the body. Okay. Uh, yeah. Davril gives his same sort of uh, spiel to to Frog that he gave to you. Um, how he left him and then went back downstairs. Um, you inspect the body, give me, uh, you're inspecting the body, give me a medicine check. What does she get the medicine check? Uh, ten. Ten. Can I help? I specialize in medicine. Sure. <laughs> Please. Sure. My medicine is plus eight, and I kept hoping you were going to ask for it. <laughs> That's a nineteen. You said dagger, so I had a specific no, I, dagger. No, I asked for the body. I also okay. would like to investigate Sorry. the dagger. I just okay. say that. Okay, okay, okay. 19, okay, yeah. So, uh, Coops, you walk over to inspect the wound first, and you're like, yeah, he is definitely dead. Um, and then, <laughs> Blue, you inspect, and you're like, um, yeah, but it's more than that. Uh, clearly, he was killed by the uh, dagger. Um... It looks like the dagger was thrust into Volo with considerable force. Um, and go on and give me a roll, uh, Coops, for the the dagger. Is this religion still? Yeah. Um, 17. 17. Yeah, you know that this uh, dagger holds depictions of the goddess of spiders, Lolf. I'll say with a 17... You know that that goddess is typically pretty popular amongst drow. Hmm. Um, you all also, I mean, you you are coming up here for the first time. You notice the shattered glass um, on the floor, um, around the, the port window. Um, you, you also see... Um, uh, who, what's everybody's passive perception? I guess I should have too. Uh, 10. 14. 14. Yeah, I'll say, Coops, you also notice um, that there are a number of small dents that are on the far wall behind Volo's body um, as well. Can I look at those? Sure. Um, what do they, like, can I conceivably think of what could have caused those? Uh, give me a, an investigation, uh, check. <laughs> Anytime I have a good mod, it's like, let me roll absolute shit so that your mod doesn't matter. Fifteen. Uh, you can tell that they're, that these dents are a few days old, but... It, you can't quite figure out anything else about them. Not with that role, unfortunately. They're a few days old. Yeah. The dents um, are a few days old. I'm going to point them out to some of the other guards and stuff around here. Sure. Um, yeah, they start to, you know, look and, and inspect and take notes and stuff. Um, Davril sort of like, um... Uh, any, anything else? Um, this is a bit, uh, I'm just sort of standing here and, um, I don't know what to 
curiosity question. Davril is an elf. He's a sun elf. The 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 dude who is trying to sneak in the sword was scimitar buddy is is a drow. Yes. One one question, Davril. You cannot speak with dead people, can you? No, no, I can't do that. I'm sorry. Okay, just checking. I don't have that one equipped today. I do have Ray's dead equipped, but I don't think we have the time to Oh my god. <laughs> I didn't change any of the spells after our last one oh, shot. Amazing. Wait, we have raised it? Oh, wait. Raised, However, the spell doesn't bring back any body parts that are missing, so if we brought him back, he still wouldn't have a mouth, so we couldn't Yeah, we could just take, take a knife, cut right. open, he's fine. Yeah, Nox is right. like, I could cut him a new one. <laughs> um, I'm gonna go up to Frog, and I'm gonna be like, hey, you remember that drow fellow that, like, um, tried to sneak in that scimitar multiple times and was causing a commotion? Causing a commotion. Yeah, kinda um, hard to forget that guy. Huh? Kinda hard to forget that guy, if I'm being honest. Yeah, the knife plunged in Volo's chest. Uh, Spider God, popular with drows. Oh, he is in the library if you if you on the uh, third floor if you need yeah, um, to see him. Uh you two, uh I need you to We're gonna double security on him and maybe start asking some asking some questions. And should, some guards should, head down. Should one um, of us go down with them? You can. Um I wanna inspect the window still. Yeah. And I'll say another guard also escorts Davril down as well. Um you wanna inspect the window? Give me a uh an investigation check. Wait, you're looking out the window. Um, right? Oh, man, I rolled so good. It's fine. Perception. Yeah. Uh, perception for looking out the window. Can I take my roll that I did but add my perception mod to it? Sure. 25. 25. Yeah, you look out the window and you notice an arrow shaft and a tail uh, resting within a crack of the statue's face down roughly 10 feet. An arrow crack. An arrow and a shaft, shaft um, with a tail. There's like a an arrow. Isn't like there's an arrow lodged in it. Embedded in the face of the statue. Yep. And I'll say with that roll, you look at the window and you look back at those dents kind of in line with each other. But those are a couple days old. Yeah, the dents are a couple days old. Um, I'm gonna point out the arrow shaft. So it's frog and he, he actually like... has to get like on a step ladder to like get up to look out the window because he's a halfling. Um. But, yeah, Barry, you can pick him up. Uh, and he sort of looks and he's like, Oh, shit. That's... What? <laughs> he's, he's yeah, like... those are my thoughts. And also, like, from the window, you can tell whatever those dents are. Probably whatever cracked this window open. But... The timeline isn't quite 
like those are a couple days old at least and volo is just dead like just yeah, now yeah that is so. a new thing that just happened yes hmm hmm but it could imply that someone has been hiding in here for a couple of days um true very true hmm I'm gonna go make a sweep of the entire building and see if I see any characters that I maybe don't recognize from earlier tonight. Sure. Um, yeah, you sort of look around and um, you don't see... Um, well, let's see, you're, you're doing a sweep of the whole building yeah, so this will take some time. I understand that. Yeah, it will take some time. Um, and, like, what way are you working your way through the building? Um, I'm top gonna down, say top to up, bottom, top since to I'm top. at the top. Okay, what's everybody else doing while she's doing this? I'm helping bring the drow up. <clears throat> okay. Um, yeah. So, you start, um, Coops, you start investigating. You start, um... There's really nothing else to see in this balcony other than what you've investigated. So you move to the next floor down, which is a floor of um, apartments. And let me see if I've got a thing. Um, um, yeah, so um, these are all private apartments for different people that kind of actually live in the tower. Um, wealthy people um, and there are guards that are sort of like keeping an eye on this sort of level and making sure that people don't um, kind of go into um, these private apartments so how do you want to finagle that forgot I was muted sorry oh. I'm gonna address the guards, and I'm gonna say, Frog sent me to check out all the people in the building. I'm doing a sweep. Can I talk with the residents within these apartments? Task if they heard anything. Make a um, persuasion check. Eighteen. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're like... Uh, yeah, please, thank you. Um, of course. Um, yeah, so they sort of let you investigate. Um, pretty much all of these apartments have a similar setup. There's, like, a dining room that kind of also functions as a foyer. Um, there's a parlor. Um, there's bathroom, a bedroom slash office, a master bedroom. And you also notice that each, um bedroom also has a uh um like a special or secret um chamber within it um and you notice as you're looking through some of these rooms that there are just various like um kind of um more expensive things that tend to be hidden in these rooms um and and the, the room's, like, hidden behind a movable panel. It, it's a whole thing. Hmm. Is there anything of interest? Like, anything to do with this, like, spider deity? 
Um, have any, did any of the residents up here hear anything, uh, around the time of death? Um, you can stop and, like, ask them if you want to. I um, would. Let me see where my tower denizens people are. Um, yeah, there's all sorts of kind of like pompous people. Most of them, um, most of them that might be back at their apartments now or on this level now, um, tell you that they were at the party, um, in the lower levels and they weren't really up here. Um, they were where the fun was happening. Um, okay. yeah. Um, so you're checking the the fifth floor um i'll say by the time you you're finishing up the fifth floor um uh the drow fellow gets brought up to the balcony um with several guards with him honestly um i'm just gonna say as i like see him come up i'm gonna say you didn't listen to me did you and i'm gonna continue down to the fourth floor (laughs) (laughs) yeah uh all right so um yeah he's brought up to the top there are several guards with him um what would you guys want to uh what do you guys want to talk to him about uh i want to i don't know how what kind of check to do for this but i want to like check his, I guess, initial reaction when he gets upstairs to, like, the scene of the crime and see if he's, like, surprised or, like, like, you know, how how he reacts to it. Sure. Um, uh, give me, give me an insight check. Okay. It's my insight. I'm so used to <laughs> um, other people's, or to um, Tenaria's stats now. That is a 17. A 17. Um, I mean, he, he kind of, I'm not gonna lie, he kind of grins a little bit at seeing Volo dead on the ground. Um, Sus. He's not (laughs) upset about it. Um, And then he looks out the window and um, uh, his face gets a little sour. Sour? I don't know, like a sour expression, you know, like a... I don't know. You know what I mean. No, just just thinking to myself, like, mm-hmm. sour is, is odd. Well, maybe he sees what plane we're on, and he's like, hmm, that's kind of shitty. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Um, is Frog still up there? Yeah, Frog's still with you. Okay. I'm trying to think. You know, we're just we're just gonna be blunt. Um, so, you were trying to sneak weapons in tonight. I don't see why it's any of your business. And now someone's ended up dead. <laughs> I mean, he kind of. Uh, where's the accent gone? It's disappeared. <laughs> um, he had it coming. He had it. Oh, okay. Um, you want to explain that for me? said it's none of your business 
Well, it is now. Someone's dead, and we have a reason to believe it's you, so you might want to explain. <laughs> I didn't see him get murdered, if that's the question. <laughs> but I wish I, could, I had. <laughs> I, I, I could start uh, cutting fingers that. off if, uh, <laughs> if it would speed things up a little bit. Uh, yeah, blue roll insight. 16. Uh, he seems like he genuinely wishes that he had seen Volo get murdered. <laughs> um, uh, Barry, give me an intimidation. Okay, let's try. <laughs> Come on, Bear. That's an 11. He just sort of crosses his arms. I'm not afraid of you. Bitch, you better be. <laughs> what was the name of the, um, the spider? Lulf. Lulf? Lulf. L-O-L-T-H. Okay, thank you. Um, well... <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Right, I'm gonna ask him if he... What he knows about Lolf, the spider goddess, I guess. And watch his reaction to the question. Hang on, let me read something real quick. Um, yeah, so you ask him, um... He is very familiar with Lolf. Um, uh, it seems like it's a, a topic that he's very familiar with, or a, a deity that he's very familiar with. Um, um, I mean, he seems very, like, he doesn't want to share information, though. Like, like he's like, yeah, I know who Lolf is. Like, of course I know who Lolf is. Like, but why the fuck are you talking to me? Like, he's very blunt and um, not super compliant. I don't like him. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay, I'm just I'm just gonna spell this out for you because see, you were trying to sneak some weapons in here. You obviously hate this guy. He ended up dead, and the weapon that killed him has Loth the Spider Goddess on it. <laughs> yep. You saw my weapon. It's a fucking scimitar. It's not the same as a dagger. That doesn't mean that you didn't try to sneak another weapon in here. Look. I didn't see Volo get murdered. I wish I had. I was spinning my time. Uh, avoiding the light and trying to dodge the gods, if I'm being honest. Um... I'm a drow, obviously. Don't like light. Kind of don't like guards either. Um, look, if you want someone to be suspicious of, it's probably that fucking surface elf. Whatever why do his you, name was. Why do you think him? He seems pompous. I mean, he's, what, sun elf? Ugh, they're all arrogant pricks. So you're saying he brought 
dagger that has a religious symbol of your goddess in to try to frame some draw? Just because I know Just... who Loth is doesn't mean I worship her, doofus. You call me name one more time, <laughs> we will have big problem. Alright, one more insight, does he worship her? <laughs> That is a 21. I mean, he doesn't seem like a religious sort of guy, if we're being okay. honest. No wonder I don't like him. <laughs> 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 okay. Hmm. I say we lock him back up till we figure this out. You're being suspicious anyway, so... <laughs> what do you want me to do? Actually, Maybe not try to sneak weapons into event? Dumb shit? Or just not be a prick. Someone's dead, we're trying to figure out who it is. Oh boo-hoo, people die every day. Lock him back up, I hate him. <laughs> Can I? Can, I'm gonna pull out my axe and be like, "You want to make it one more?" <laughs> he lets the guards take him back down. Um, all right, so Coops, uh, you um, continue through the fourth floor, and you don't really find anything on that floor either. Um, you move down to the third floor. And hang on, you move down to the third floor, um, and you find um, the sort of fae type lady in the library, um, and um, why don't you give me an investigation check? Okay. Seventeen. Seventeen. Um, as you're looking around, um, the library, you notice, um, about seven feet up, the eastern wall is a two-foot-wide hole, um, and, uh, am I even in the right thing? Oh, mm -mm. nope, hang on, hang on. Regardless, you made a right check. There's a bookshelf that you can move, and it reveals a hidden room. In there, you see the two-foot-wide hole, um, and, and, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you are in, sorry about that, you are in this room. There was a bookshelf that you moved aside to get in here. Okay, and there's that's like, in right here is where the hole is? Uh, I think it's actually here. Okay. But, you're in this room, and it's kind of a weird room, um... It, uh, it kind of looks like an aviary of sorts. There's kind of bird poop all over the ground. Um, there are three steel cages, but all the doors to these cages have been removed. Um, tucked to one side of the room is a cot, um, complete with plump pillows and a thick blanket. Um, are there any notes anywhere or anything? Um, give me, give me, um, 
either a perception or investigation. Sixteen. Sorry, I clicked the wrong one. My perception tires. Sixteen. You're you're looking around and you don't see any notes. But as you're looking around and you start to give up and and turn to leave the room, you notice that there is a um, tall uh, Aracocra male um, standing behind you. Oh my god! Can I help you? Yeah, we're trying. I'm with the investigation team. The investigation um, team. Well, <laughs> <laughs> this is like an official team. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, and I just found this room. I didn't realize someone was in it. Uh, who are you? Name's Krill. I live here. take care of the uh, birds you know when when we're in the material plane you know mm. I'm assuming that's what that hole is for yeah birds come in and out uh-huh and you're just uh, you're looking around yeah um how long have you worked here sort of looks at you carefully. Uh, for a long time. Um, several years. I, uh, I'm under the protection of Lady Sperant. She owns the tower. Um... Did a lot of did a lot of snooping though, aren't you? Yeah, that's kind of my job right now. There's a whole investigation team. It's the guards and us. My group. <laughs> Uh, he, he's watching you very carefully. He seems just very suspicious of you because you've sort of walked into, I guess, who's room. I apologize for trespassing. I didn't realize this was someone's room. Your room. <laughs> you can tell that he's, like, studying you very intently. Um, I am actually... Like, if he actually works here, I feel kind of bad. Give me... Um, give me a persuasion check to try and convince him that you do, um, you are trying to help and you don't mean any harm. Not as bad as it could be. 18? 18. You see his shoulders relax a little bit. Okay. So maybe, maybe you're okay. Maybe you are trying to help. I am definitely trying to help. We're trying to find this murderer and get us back home. <laughs> so, they found the body in the balcony, right? Has that been spread around by the guards? I would assume so, right? I think by now, yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna say, yeah, they, we did. 
Well, if you seem trustworthy, and I'm hoping you are, I did see a couple people on the roof near the statue just before the party. Oh. Really? That is actually... Uh, that could be really important information. Can you tell me more about that? Yeah. Um, well, one of them was a half-orc with pretty oversized bow. And, uh, the other guy's that, that elf that came in a bit late. Hey! <laughs> Son of a bitch. You son of a bitch. <laughs> I can't believe we've done this. I can't believe we've done this. Um, have I seen a half-orc in the party? Like, you've not seen a half-orc in the party. He'll say they were on... He'll, he'll clarify and say that they were on a roof, like, adjacent to the statue. Um, oh, okay. Um probably within eyesight of the balcony, the port window. Um, and where the arrow is. Yeah. An oversized um, And so Davril was over there talking to this half-orc with the bow um, before the party. And then, of course, he arrived at the party late. I... Uh, he's kind of an important witness. So... I'm going to tell him what I'm about to do, and I'm going to ask him if it's okay, because I want to make sure that uh, no one can sneak in here and um, possibly kill him. Now, currently, I'm the only one that knows this information that he's passed on the, about him having seen Davril, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to cast guards. I'm going to ask him if it's okay if I cast guards and wards on his room. What does and that do? And it's okay staying in here. Um. So. I'm going to ask if I can cover his, like, the his entrance door. With sealing it with an arcane lock and make it look, using an illusion, like it's just a plain section of wall. Uh, yeah, he'll say, um, thank you. Yes. Sure. Okay. Well, I'm gonna cast that that You should know that I think this elven fellow and that orc, I think they're a part of a larger group. Just be careful. I think I might have an idea of what that group could be. Be careful. And, uh, may Rimness watch over you. Do I know who in this is? Uh, <laughs> God of Sky and Service. Okay, cool. I will say thank you. I please stay safe. Um, yes. Okay, and then I'll I will try and stealthily leave so that uh, sure. Crazy. I'll, I'll let that happen. So you stealthily okay. leave and you what? Go back up to Frog and. Talk to Jade Oncliffe. LOL. Um, and you, you go. Are you going up to Frog to tell him that? 
info? Yes. Okay, so you go up to Frog, everybody's in the balcony, you reveal that there is a witness, Krill, the Aerocropra, who confirms that he saw Davril and a half-orc on a neighboring rooftop uh, with a bow um, within eyesight of the balcony. And uh, and then Davril was late to the party. So it all seems fairly And damning. also, I don't know if anyone searched Davril, by the way, because he was late. And it was... He entered right during, during the whole debacle with... Frog just like face palms and he's like god fucking damn it trevor i told you to stay by the door <laughs> trevor <laughs> who knows um yeah so you give you give all this information um and uh yeah so uh they tell you that davril it should be down in the in the banquet hall again um and uh Frog sort of looks at all of y'all, imposing, impressive with your numerous weapons, and kind of looks at himself and all of his guards. Uh, do you mind, uh, do you mind bringing him in? Not at all. We can do that. Alright. So, y'all are going down to get Davril? Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Alright. You head down to collect Davril, and, uh, you, uh, enter the banquet hall and you notice um that he is at the table he is now um with both the dwarven piano player and that other musician that was ah, so they're uh, part jotting of notes um and um it looks like another person um looks like a waiter has stopped and is also talking with them as well so you see davril and three other people um, and Davril sort of catches, like, y'all's eye, and y'all sort of look at each other. And, uh, he stands up, sort of dusts himself off. Um, do you, do I need to answer more questions? Yes. I don't know. Do you think, do you think you need to answer more questions? Now... Before things get any more tense, I think I think we can talk about this. Um, really now? I have some powerful associates that I don't think you would want to uh, upset. You catch my drift. I think that I'm not really from here, and I don't really give a shit whether or not you think that I shouldn't. <laughs> You're from uh, Waterdeep. You know that. <laughs> <laughs> You know I, I am not that. from I here. I can say that. I can say Bear that. is not from here. Bear no give shit. <laughs> I think I don't give a shit regardless. Listen, listen. You mess with me now, and you're gonna have to face the hoes and tar when we get back. And? Bears still have no reason to give shit. Nox is already pulling out her daggers. <laughs> um, I'm going to cast Gios on him. Okay, I, let's go on and just roll initiative. Let's <laughs> try to do it before initiative happens. Um, and I'm going to move y'all 
to... Oh, wait, shit, I'm playing Bear. I have advantage on initiative. Hell yeah. Ooh, we love that. I'm moving you Okay, <laughs> that was worse. This is like a zoomed I'm in I'm glad you portion. do, because my initiative is crap. I mean, I rolled an 11, so... I got an 8. At advantage. <laughs> I rolled a 10 Oof. and a 4. Oof. Which one is Nox? Nox is what Elzaris normally is. Okay. <clears throat> are there people around? Like, are we gonna hurt people? <laughs> nah, you'll be fine. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I said that he had three people with him. So, let me add a... Let me add a third person. Um... Alright, who else? What else do I need to do? Uh, I need to do... You guys... Turns. Okay, what's everybody's? Okay, hang on. Let me do my monsters first. No. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, uh, the red one is Davril. The purplish one is the um, the musician from the ballroom, and then the dwarf and the waiter are like brown colored. Ooh. Uh, I'm doing pretty okay. This is nice. Sorry. Okay. okay, let me get Nox and then I'll get the rest of you guys. Sorry about that. You're good. Oh, Nox, why? Why, honey? No. Alright, bear. I got an 11. An 11. Uh, Valera. Eight. Eight. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. Poops. 21. 21! Good, good. Okay, let me, uh, let me change the music, and let me, um, arrange some things. doing what I said I was going to do. I'm going to try and cast Gios on him, so I need a wisdom saving throw. Wisdom saving throw. And can you, um, describe Gios to me first? Like, is it... Yeah, so I place a magical command on a creature that I can see within range, forcing it to carry out some service or refrain from some action or course of activity as I decide. While it's charmed by me, it takes 5d10 psychic damage each okay. time it acts in a manner directly counter to my instructions, but no more than once each day. Okay, got it, um, got it, got it. Okay. 
13. That's a fail. So my command is... Um... Help us fight and get home. <laughs> so. Okay. Alright. Um, and that completes your turn. And then I'm gonna bonus action... Um... Give Bear a Bardic Inspiration. Okay. E. Yep. What is that at this level, D10? It is a D10. Mm -hmm. E. Goes against it, goes yeah. Against it. Okay. Alright, um, it's his turn. Okay. Um, he's going to, um, he looks at you, glares at you, and then, um, he's going to put his, uh, hang on, let me see if I can do this. Amanda hates this. <laughs> it's a good spell. He's about to become like the most uncooperative person ever. Alright. Um, he's gonna glare at you, and then he's gonna put his hands on himself and um begin casting a spell on himself. Hmm. Um, um, I do. I, I don't have counters. I'm just a bard. All right. So go on and roll the five, uh, or what is it? Five d ten or five d ten? Yeah. And, Sorry, uh, I don't have my dice with me, so I'll check off a thing. Uh, a spell spot for me. Um. Um, yeah, give me that damage. Oh god. Perfect, we're rolling 5 d 10. Go. 37 points of psychic damage. Oh shit, Jesus Christ. Poggers! Go! I'll take a picture of it if you want proof. I love that. That's fine. That's awesome. That's fine. Okay. It rolled a eight, seven, seven, six, and a nine. Mm. Mm. So, um, yeah, I think that's all he'll do for that. That'll be his turn there. Um, 
All right, so next up, it's uh, the piano player and the waiter. Um, is gonna try and um, parkour up across this table. Let's see how this goes. <laughs> he kind of trips and falls onto the table. <laughs> it's kind of terrible, honestly. Um, we love to see it. Um, so instead of Instead of getting all the way to you, Coops, um, he'll just stop and fire a uh, fire his crossbow at you. Um, that is a seventeen to hit. Yes, um, and that is not a ton. That is, um, four points of piercing damage. Um, so not a lot. Um, Nox is going to... Nox is gonna... She's gonna move up and attack uh, Davril with her rapier. It's um, an 18 to hit, which does hit, and that will be just eight points of damage. So not a ton to him, but that's fine. Um. See if there's anything else she can do. Um, she'll bonus action disengage and she'll move back away. Um, next up is the uh, musician from upstairs. Um, and uh, she will Okay, sorry. Um, I, yeah. Uh, so, 
she'll move, um, she'll get up onto this table. Um, she's not trying to like parkour over it, she'll just get up onto it. Um, and she'll aim at Valera and um, she will um, try to fire her crossbow at you. Okay. Um, Twenty-three to hit. That hits. Um, you take nine points of piercing damage, and I need you to make a Constitution saving throw. Okay. That is a seventeen plus four. Twenty-one. Twenty-one. So you take um, half of this. You take 12 points of poison damage. That's already halved. That's already halved. And you also take, because she got advantage on the attack, you also take fourteen points of uh, piercing damage as well. Okay, that's her turn. All right, bear. Okay. Oh, I'm so sorry. This guy didn't go. <clears throat> this guy totally didn't go. He'll just fire. He'll just fire a thing at bear. Uh, it'll just fire a, a, a crossbow. Um, natural 20. It's, it's yeah, that hits. Uh, it's, it's Six points of piercing damage. Okay. That's doubled. <laughs> Already. Oh my god. <laughs> Alright, now bear. Go ahead. Okay, I would like to bonus action rage. Sure. Um... And uh, how much of my movement would it cost to get up on the table? Um, I'll just say it's like an extra, uh, like five feet. Okay. I'm gonna get up on the table. Sure. And I am going to recklessly attack the asshole who just shot Valera sure. with my great sword. That is a... What do I get to that? 19 to hit. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Don't forget rage damage, Benji. <laughs> it is 9 points of slashing damage for the first attack. Second attack is a natural 20. So that is going to be uh, 17 points of slashing damage. And that is my turn. I missed 
I missed reckless attack <laughs> and having two attacks right. <laughs> and rage damage. Valera. Okay, I'm gonna scoot up just a little bit. Like, I think there puts me... Yeah, okay. Um, so I'm gonna do destructive wave. Sure. Um, so she strikes the ground, creating a burst of divine energy that ripples outward, and each creature she chooses within 30 feet must succeed on a constitution saving throw. So that will target all of them. Everybody. And what about your friends? Uh, it's creatures I choose. Creatures you choose. All right. So they all have to make a Constitution saving throw. Yep. Or take a lot of damage. Great. Um, that's a fail from the ballroom musician. Okay. A. That'll be a fail from the piano player. Okay. Another fail from the waiter. And uh, that is a dirty 20 for Davril. Okay, so Davril will take half. Okay, so it's um, 5d6 Thunder and also 5d6 Radiant. Um, sure. and I think I'm just gonna channel divinity <laughs> and make them make it go full damage. Okay. Sure. <laughs> Amazing. You're so stubborn. <laughs> Absurd. No, I so, remember this one. This is what killed Strahd. Yeah. <laughs> so that's. Um, be like, 60 for everyone, except... It'll be 30 um, thunder, but then I think you'd still have to roll a radiant, because channel divinity of destructive wrath only applies to thunder and lightning damage. Cool, so we're gonna do that for everybody gets 30, um, except 15 for the guy who succeeds, and then half of whatever this roll is for radiant. Yes, it's still halves for radiant. And that, I think... Uh, for, for what? It still has yeah. for the radiant damage since he succeeded. Oh, yeah. yeah. Cool. So that's five, that's eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, fifteen. So forty-five for everybody except for. Was it Davril that succeeded? Yeah. He'll take half of that. Okay. It's forty-two for Davril. Yeah. That's a lot of damage. It's, it's a, a fun spell. Of, it's a lot of damage. <laughs> I, I can't wait to get that spell. Is that on the uh, Tempest Domain Cleric yeah. list? Hell yeah. Such a fun spell. Best one to use channel divinity Come with. Come on, level nine. Come on, <laughs> level nine. <laughs> get through the dungeon and then we can talk. <laughs> um, Alright, uh, these guys go down for sure. Um, <laughs> So you've got uh, Davril and the, um, the other. Uh, Can I just like kind of look at Davril and like flick my hair and then it turns over? <laughs> sure, sure. 
Uh, we ain't give a like fuck about no Zentarian. Just... <laughs> yeah. Hang on. Let me read a thing. Uh, go ahead, Coops. Okay, I'm gonna say, see, you could have just worked with us, and I'm gonna cast Bane on <laughs> Davril and the musician lady. And um, I'm going to bonus action cast Spiritual Weapon at... I think I'm going to do third level. Um, yeah, I'm going to do... Charisma saving throws, right? Yeah. Bane? Yeah. And... Uh, that's an 18 from Davril. He succeeds. And... And a 14 from the musician. Okay, she fails. Okay. So, she'll, um... Uh, roll d4s and subtract from attack rolls and saving throws. Gotcha. Um... And then at third level, I cast Spiritual Weapon and, um, can I attack the first turn I pull it out or no? Do I have to wait a I turn? I think you can. I think so. Okay, then I'm going to attack Davril with it. Sure. We've, we've um, rolled it that way before, so. Okay. I couldn't remember. So that is an 18 to hit? Uh, 18 hits, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think okay. I think per rules as written, you can attack uh, with spiritual weapon when you summon it. Mm -hmm. And then that's 11 points of force damage. All right. I rolled a 7 on a d8. That's nice. And that will be my turn. Now it's Davril's turn. <sighs> what the fuck is Davril gonna do? really got a chance to follow any of his tactics. <laughs> so that's unfortunate. Um, Did you forget how much we could melt people with these characters? I know. I even try to, like, <laughs> up them a bit, and then I'm like, no. Um, okay. Shit, you know what I forgot? I forgot Brutal Critical on my damage. It's one additional weapon damage die for that. I only rolled the 2d6 for the, on the, on the sword. Point. Yeah, so that would be one more d6. That is actually an, an additional uh, 10. 10 damage? Yeah. Y'all, Daffo so looks around at all the uh, dead people around him. Um, looks at all of y'all. At this point, Nox takes off her hat and uh, kind of like reveals herself. And like, he stares at her for a second. And then uh, he uh, starts moving his hands and he goes invisible. 
interesting. Okay, um, all right, next up is Nox. Um, I guess she will try to perceive where Daryl is. She, she's, yeah, she looks around and she's like, shit, somebody, somebody find him. Um, bear. You're muted. Whoops. Um, I'm gonna try to, oh shit. I'm gonna try to swing at where he was last at sure. that I can see. I'm assuming it'll be a disadvantage. Yeah. I'm gonna attack recklessly sure. <laughs> to mitigate that. Sure. That, uh... We're rolling the inspiration. That's a 25. Uh, 25, you swing at where he just was. Air. Ah, oh, man. Damn it. Um, do you do anything else? Uh, I'm gonna start... Where, I'm gonna I'm book it toward the staircase. Where is... Uh, okay, that's as far as I can get. I think my movement is... Four, yeah, 40 feet. Boop. Um, Valera. I don't know if this will work. This might be a dumb decision, but it's fine. Um... Would... Would I know, would I be able to cast Dispel Magic on someone to get rid of invisibility? Um, you have to, like, you would need to know, like, where you're, what you're casting it at and, like, where that is. Where it is? Okay. I would say. Dang it. It's not, like, an good... area effect kind of thing. Dang it. Okay. Um. Hmm. That case. Try to see him. I 
mean, I don't have any, like, um, most of my spells, I have to be able to see him. You, you can use your action to try and make a perception check to try and see if you can hear or sense where um, he is. I'm gonna to try to do that, because I can't do much otherwise. I don't know where he is. Um... Oh, where did I do this? Uh, 19 plus 4, 23. Um, <laughs> you, um, you can, like, kind of feel like, um, a breeze as if somebody just walked past you or something. Okay, so um. You can tell that they're somewhere, um, like, behind you somewhere like moving towards the stairs okay i'm gonna point in that direction and be like towards the stairs right behind me go <laughs> represent uh all right uh coops i'm gonna cast wall of fire um <laughs> straight across this whole wall <laughs> Doing an ice storm, but I was like, that's not gonna do anything. Well, wildfire, that'll do something. How, how long is <laughs> it? Can be up to a long thing, um, up to 60 feet long, 20 feet high, and one foot thick. Jeez, Jesus Christ. Um, and if he's in its area, I don't know if he is, he has to be within 10 feet for it to be within the area. He has to make a deck saving throw. Okay. Um, and for my bonus action, I'm gonna move my spiritual weapon. You know, Blue said he's like right behind her and I'm gonna swing like right behind her with my spiritual weapon. I know it's a disadvantage, yeah, but. Yeah, do it at disadvantage. Um, so that is. At third level, spiritual weapon, we're attacking. Oh, I just rolled damage instead of attacking. I'm so sorry. That sucks. <laughs> that was max damage. We're fine. Okay, um, so 17 plus 8 is a 25 for the first roll, and the second roll is a nat fucking 1. So a 15. No, it's a 7. <laughs> it looks like a 1. Still, it's a 15. A 15. Mm -hmm. You swing your or your spiritual weapon swings, makes contact. Oh, hey. dope. Okay. Um. So the first D eight I rolled was an eight, and the second one is five plus four, so nine plus eight is seventeen points of damage. How do you want to do this? Woo! Get him! Do you remember what my spiritual weapon looks like? It's a unicorn. It was a unicorn. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so you just see this unicorn come charging in, horn down, Damn. and it like skewers him, just like how he skewered a. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah. Yeah. Your unicorn goes charging at 
to every what everybody else sees is thin air, and then you see the blood before you see the uh, illusory invisibility ripple out and dissipate, and it just spears him, and you see Davril's eyes go wide before he. Uh, As he dies, I say. You could have talked with us. <laughs> Amazing. Um, Nox will um, walk over and stand over um, him and uh, um, she'll just she'll just look down at him, pull out her dagger. Um, and say back to the shadows with you and just fully cut his throat open just to hammer the point home. Can, can, can I see if anybody has a needle and like take a thread from some of my rope and sew his mouth shut? <laughs> uh, yeah, you can sure. Um, yeah, why not? Sure. I mean, how do we get home, y'all? <laughs> I don't know. So We're still in let, me, uh, let me. Well, if he casts the spell, I don't know. Hey, God. What if we could, like, t- you know, like rappel down and take the arrow out because it had like a tail on it, right? That's true. Let me read. <laughs> okay, guys. We just um, need <laughs> So, you guys defeat Davril and make quite a spectacle of his body um that's neither here nor there um and um as y'all stand over um feeling uh pretty content with with yourselves and uh and stuff um an echoing rush of crackling magic suddenly rushes itself over um over you um, similar to, to before, um, but this is sort of, I guess the reverse of it, almost, um, um, the, hang on, where am I reading? Um, you are sort of almost more prepared for it this time, because you've experienced it before, but it's that same sort of crazy kind of um shift and 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 kind of jostling around um and with this crackling of magic you feel like uh um i don't know it's it's kind of hard to describe but you can tell that with with a force somehow uh the uh the tower um kind of uh shakes and moves before it settles um this time at a kind of a more pronounced slant um you hear some sort of um shouts and stuff from above um before things kind of um settle and some people um start cheering and um seem to be exclaiming that uh y'all have returned and y'all are y'all are back possibly hopefully 
Well, I will drop Wall of Fire. <laughs> Good, great. I'm gonna just um, move y'all back to, uh... I'm gonna move y'all back to here. And I guess, uh, we will go upstairs and find, um... You know... The guards, all of them, and we'll be like, we took care of it. <laughs> um, yeah, so after everything settles, um, you it's weird walking around. You're a bit disoriented. Everything's kind of at a slant. Um, but people are exclaiming that you all have returned. Um, the whole thing is just sort of at a, at a tilt. Um, you go and exclaim that you've taken care of it. Some guards go to rush down to the banquet hall. Um, others are kind of, like, opening up the doors to the entry hall to try and, um, work on, on getting people out of the tower. Um, and as they're heading to the entry hall, um, a group that seems to have just arrived emerges into the tower. Um, a woman, uh, tanned skin, um, short, um, hair, um, carrying a very impressive staff, um, kind of followed by almost like an entourage of people emerges into the tower. Um, Coops and Knox would recognize this as Safar, the black staff, the archmage over Waterdeep. Um, she's joined by four members um, of what you and Knox would recognize as the watchful order of um, magists and protectors. Um, and, uh, Safar kind of looks around and it seems to be kind of getting a lay of the land and some guards come and sort of give her a quick, quick, uh, debrief. And, uh, she starts to assess the situation and she's very quickly, um, alerted to y'all's involvement in settling the matter. Um, and, uh, she, um, thanks you for your, um, for your help and your cooperation. Um, and you can see that just outside the entry hall, you can see the door to the outside. There are griffin riders that are, like, uh, landing up at the tower to help expedite the process of evacuating everybody out of the building. Um, and, uh, some of the guards also come down and, uh, um, tell her about where the body is and, and everything and and all of that. Any uh, any closing remarks? I can read some summary things, but <gasps> I kinda wanna go up to the I think I'm good. Like, he was a fraud anyway. Yeah, yeah. So, once the culprit has been confronted and caught, um, the sudden return back to Waterdeep is met with a force of City Watch and Griffin Cavalry, um, all at the ready. Um, at this point, the murderer, the murder and all of that investigation pretty much gets fully handed over to the authorities of the city. Um, and 
they're all pretty um, quick to identify y'all as being the heroes of the day. Um, what becomes more troubling is as the situation kind of settles, um, people start to realize that Volo's body is gone. Vanish. That's weird. Um, no remains, no idea, no answers. Um, who knows? Do they still have the little vial of stuff? Yeah, they still have the vial of stuff. There's still, like, the scene, but his body has disappeared somehow. I mean, I'm sure the Volstruckers have it. Volstruckers? Whatever they're called. I don't know what they're called. Maybe you got The Zintarum? The Zintarum? Them. <laughs> Volstruckers. Volstruckers. <laughs> critical role. Um, okay, that's critical role. Okay. <laughs> I was um, like, where did I come up with that term? I mean, most of them don't seem to have any idea what could have happened to it. Um, the only people up in the balcony when the tower returned to Waterdeep were the guards. They left to go talk to the Blackstaff, and it was gone by the time everybody went back to check. So, remains a mystery, but in the days following Volo's party, all of Waterdeep begins to endlessly speculate about the new band of heroes who happened to save the day. People of all backgrounds go out of their way to find you, to find the party, and ask for your assistance with tasks um, from mundane to mysterious and occult. Um, others might suggest that the heroes begin a mercenary business within the city, um, offering financial support in exchange for royalties. Um, clearly, you have quickly become uh, kind of heroes and uh, celebrities of the town. Um, Nox thanks you for your help in uh, furthering her, her task of ridding the city of the Zentarum. And... Uh, that brings us to the end of uh, our little one shot today. Question. What was the drama with the Fae person? Um, so the Fae person, Volo went, uh, he, he went on some sort of trip at one point and he met this like, um, nymph one night and kind of hit it off. And they totally... He did fuck fairy. They totally boned. Um, and then he, like, went to go, like, get something or do something, um, but got attacked by an owl bear and got knocked out. And she thought... The nymph thought that he had abandoned her and that she would get pregnant. And so her daughter was raised thinking that her dad, like, abandoned her. And so she was very angry about that. There are four different ways that this one shot can go. All of the main people that y'all met um, could be the killer. And there are different versions in which they are the killer. So oh. if she were the yeah. killer, her motive would be a misunderstanding about her father and thinking that he abandoned her. Um, the drow guy, um, I think Volo said something bad about like some some person he works for that he greatly admires and he wanted to kill him for it. Um, uh, Davril wanted to kill him because um, Volo somehow inadvertently kind of ruined a Zintarum plan to kidnap someone and it kind of affected Davril's um, reputation within the group and so he was getting back at him for that. 
Um, Y'all never learned her name, but Haley, the girl from the north, um, one time Volo was visiting and she just spun all these different lies about her hometown, thinking that he would never publish them, and then he did, and everybody thought her town was a piece of shit. She was spinning all these terrible stories about it, and so it really was her own fault, but she was mad about that. So, whole thing. Hmm. Wowza. Wowza. So how did you decide who it was that killed him? Hmm? How, how did you decide who it was that killed him? Um, I thought that the most logical way for Nox to be with you would be if it was connected to the Zentarum. Mm, okay. So I picked that one. So Perrine dancing wasn't like, she wasn't trying to be malicious, it was just how it happened. Yeah, like, if she was the killer, she would go out of her way to charm you um, in a somewhat more malicious way, but in that instance, no, she's just... Her dancing is uh, just naturally alluring because yeah, because half fey. Yeah, exactly. Wowza! Wowza! Interesting. <clears throat> that was fun. Yay! Yeah, I liked it. That's good. I'll definitely mop the floor with those guys. I don't think I could have made. I couldn't have made it like much. Alright Misfits, and that brings us to the end of tonight's game. I hope you enjoyed getting to see some of our favorite old friends, and I'll see you again next time.